This is Bright Side Home Theater. Home Theater Nerds, welcome to the Bright Side Home Theater Podcast. The Home Theater Podcast, it's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, the scenes. Oh, just like we rehearsed it. Yeah. <laughs> just like we drew it up. Just like we drew it up. We're getting good, John. We're getting good. Yeah. We're getting there. Somehow. Um, um how you been? How's good. your week? Good? I've been good. Yeah. Good. You, well, I, I know how your week has been, but I since know. we're in the show now, I'll ask you anyways. <laughs> it's been fine. You? That's yeah. that's show stuff. Show. This is bright side, John. Yep. We leave we leave that stuff to the outside. That's right. This is where I come to be happy and cheered, um, and have some fun. And speaking of having some fun, uh, there's a negative and a positive to this. Uh, oh, okay. The the positive is you got a nice stack of Blu-rays. I saw. I did. The yeah. negative is that Gladscape's way yeah. on hold. <laughs> the negative is that I got, I got a nice stack of Blu-rays. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, well, I went a little crazy on Prime Day and uh, nice. got caught up on on some stuff that I had been missing. And yes, it does put the Gladscape a little bit further in the rearview mirror. Um, but I'm still full steam ahead on the Lumigen. Yeah. And... Um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with the Kaleidoscape. I mean, I did put my pre-order in finally for Maverick, so I'll have it on the 31st. Nice. And, oh, um, for that one? Hopefully you'll get that yeah. one for then? I mean, I might get it a day or two early. I'm on the 31st. Well, the 31st is Monday, right? Yeah, it, I, so and hopefully. I used uh, Amazon Prime, so I know sometimes they'll show up on, like, Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but, yeah that... I put that in today. Not today. I put it in a couple days ago. But. Sweet. So yeah, um, yeah, bought a bunch. Nice. Now I gotta yeah. go. Now I gotta get through them all. <laughs> Although yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I've got now 160 or so 4K Blu-ray discs. I've still only actually watched about 30 of them. You know, <laughs> most of them I haven't even watched yeah. yet. So yeah, uh, I mean, they're all movies I've seen, but I haven't sat down and watched. The majority of the discs, yeah. Like, I've got the entire Marvel saga, and I think I've only watched Shang-Chi, and that's it. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Sure. I'll um, get to them eventually, but. Well, that's the thing, is I like, I'm, I haven't watched, I've watched that since it came out. I've watched it on Kaleidoscape. I think I probably, I'm about halfway through on Kaleidoscape. Just, yeah. you know, I put that on, because it. And that isn't honestly. That isn't even one of my favorites. But it is. I, I do like it. You know, it's not one of my. Fa- I mean, it's not in the top ten Marvel. But I mean, yeah. it's the best one that came out last year. And I like um, Black Widow better. Do you? Yeah. I, I mean, do. I like Black Widow too. And I, I know we're both in the minority there because most people don't. But um, <laughs> I liked Black Widow a lot. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I like. I thought. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I put them head to head, I guess, but I like Chung Chi quite a bit too. So yeah, um, yeah, that was good. They're good. <clears throat> um, yep. And uh, what'd you think? Did you get to hear at all? Did you get to hear Future DJ last week? I did. I listened. 
I listened to the majority of last week's show. I listened to everything leading up to Steve. Yeah. I listened to Steve. And then when we came back to us, I got about halfway through that. And then I don't get you. I moved on to moved on to something else. But I heard quite a bit of future DJ. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, there, there he yeah. is. So yeah. he'll be popping in from time to time when he deems it necessary. Yeah. You never know. Hey, everybody. <laughs> That's, you know. <laughs> never know. That's what makes it fun. <laughs> exactly. And it's, uh, he popped in on, um, he popped in on with John Brock too, because we were talking. Yeah, I, I heard that wow. too. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard that yeah. show today. And it works really well. well because it's like John and I didn't expect to go back to just normal conversation. We thought we were yeah. going to end on that, but at, like anything on a takeover Tuesday, you never know where it's going to go. And we just started, we just kept talking and I was like, wow, there's a yeah. lot here that people could miss. So. I heard all. I skipped the the spoiler stuff because I haven't seen that movie. Oh, but God, I, I came. Wait. I came back at the. I came back after it and listened hmm. to the end. You're welcome as well. So yeah, yeah. It's definitely yeah. a. Uh, I can't. I can't wait for you to see it. It's it's yeah. crazy. So, but that's good. So you went back and you lit. You skipped over it. You used future I DJ's skipped advice over the, and everything was. Yep, good? I listened to future DJ's advice and I skipped to cool. two eighteen thirty or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, and, yeah continued on so the, the <clears throat> trick is when future dj does that especially on that one i have to create or future dj has to create a gap but then you right. don't know like i oh here's the timestamp. but oh wait a minute now i just created a gap but i don't know how long my gap's gonna be so <laughs> Listen it's like to me uh, brag about okay. the stuff i do so that's all right the other way was yeah. better when i actually left the space when future dj knew so right anyways yeah, but it, it worked it, worked. So it, didn't, it yeah. was pretty seamless listening to it you didn't notice anything so yeah. Yeah, hey, pat the on magic. the back right there by <laughs> me right. for me she got the magic she got the magic <laughs> yeah all right what are we getting to here future dj's all set everybody you know you know what check he, the show notes. he always says check the show notes um and well, let's get to promos you ready for that yeah all right here we go hey if you're watching us on youtube thank you very much but don't forget to hit that subscribe button and what do they got to do? Something about mashed potatoes? Matt, what? <laughs> Mash that like button. Mash the like button. There you go. Um, I'm hungry. Uh, yeah, I see. You can follow along on you on uh, Twitter at BrightsideHT, or you can also email us at BrightsideHomeTheater at gmail.com. But actually, there's new. Did And did you ever? Do, I didn't even create a graphic. I didn't have time. Um, Yo, that, I don't know. I That doesn't work. Or I haven't. I don't have oh, okay. any access to that. All so right, we'll get to I didn't that. Get any emails. We'll get to that in yeah. a moment. We'll get to that in a moment. So let's finish up on this stuff. Uh, BrightsideHomeTheater.com for links to the show notes, all sorts of fun stuff over there. BrightsideHomeTheater.com. Check out the website. And uh, John, your favorite? Uh, Patreon.com slash the Brightside Home Theater. Yes, it's Brightside Home Theater, not the Brightside. Home oh, Theater. Brightside Home yeah. Theater. Yeah. Now you sound like the HT guys. They've always said that. It's HT guys. Not- <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, don't go there. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, Patreon.com slash Brightside Home Theater. One time, uh, one time, a uh, dollar a month at minimum uh, and as much as you'd like, but they'll take it out once a month and it, most of it will go to us, but then we give halfway to charity of the month and uh, this week's, this month's uh, charity is... um breastcancer.org and yep. we will be doing that in two weeks right 
Yeah. And you can go to breastcancer.org and donate right there just by clicking on the uh, page uh, right corner, right top corner of the page. So pretty simple, pretty easy. Uh, the new thing that we're talking about, if you would like to reach me exclusively, you can now email DJ at brightsidehometheater.com. Super simple. Or you can reach John at, guess what? John (laughs) at brightsidehometheater.com. Yeah. Or you can reach Steve. Come on, John. What do you think it is? Um, Steve at brightsidehometheater.com. It is right. There you go. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So Steve's works, actually. So something, the the link, I forgot to check up with you on that because I sent you and Steve those links um yeah i never got an email or anything yeah so you know um check into it yeah because you said check your email and it should be under your gmail.com the the gmail account that i use for this show that i send you oh it's i okay i don't i went to my gmail i mean i didn't check the bright side home theater no 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 the the your Jay it came Sartori. to me, right? Jay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't get it. Okay, I'll try again. I'll look at it again. But if you'd like okay. to email him, he'll just get flooded when he finally figures out how to get to it. But yeah, um, but yeah, DJ at Brightside Home Theater, John at Brightside Home Theater, or Steve at Steve. Brightside Home Theater dot com. Super simple. You can talk to each of us, uh, you know, and we'll, we'll see what happens. But those are the new email addresses. Uh, you can still email brightsidehometheater at gmail.com, but we're going to kind of go towards this one, this direction. I may actually come up with uh, scenes at brightsidehometheater.com, and then that'll be what oh, goes yeah. in the show and stuff. But they're not, they, they don't, they're not a lot, but I have to pay for each one. So, ah. But you know how much I love money, John. I but, know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, half, half it, goes it, to a donation. The other half goes to your emails. <laughs> It, 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 no. it, it helps with your allergy because, you know, any way you can just get rid yeah, of it. Yeah, I'm mean, getting a rash over here with all these uh, <laughs> donations. Speaking of which, the other way you can donate to the show is you can make a one-time donation by going to the website, brightsidehometheater.com, and there's boxes of popcorn there. You can buy a small, medium, or large. Small's five, medium's ten. Uh, and the medium and large is large as any amount, and the large is... Medium and large will get you access to the green room, uh, where lots of fun stuff going on in there. Uh, we we haven't had an argument yet. In here, in, in the green room, in, uh, in the here, green room. <laughs> we're yeah. not in the green room anymore. But we're, well, I'm it's great. It. That's no, I'm liking it. It's great. It's everybody's getting along. There's everybody, you know, everybody's helping each other out. We're talking about scenes and sales, and I think I've spent more money because of the green room. Yeah. <laughs> DJ keeps posting all these sales. <laughs> I know. Like, Come on. I haven't looked at this latest one. We could talk through it and I can spend some more money. Yeah, there you go. You. <laughs> I know. You huh? Spend some more of your money. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's all the fun stuff. Uh, John, what do you have this week for patrons? Uh, patron so our patron of the week is Nathan Gronsky, mm-hmm. uh, patron for four months. So thanks, Nathan. Thank you, Nathan. For that. Um, and then uh, a new, new activity patron. this week. We got one new patron, Jason Story. Yep. Um, thanks, Jason. Signed up October 2022. So yep. thanks, Jason. And, and 
Oh, I, I never sent you the... Uh, you didn't send me the totals. Totals. Yeah. So we are now, that puts us at 26, and we're at 146 estimated monthly earnings. So we're moving nice. on up there, John. Nice. Looking good. Thank you to everybody, uh, whether you support us monetarily or not. Thank you to everybody for, I mean, what keeps us coming back here and sitting down. Well, that and John and I would probably do, the, as we said earlier, we do this anyways. Yeah. But... It's so much more fun with everybody uh, because, and we've said this before, the it's chat didn't have the same feedback. No, we, we had feedback over there and we loved it and it makes you want, you like, not as you, much. Yeah. This, you guys are awesome. You're passionate. And I mean, it's, we're just having so much fun. So thank you to everybody. Uh, we ready to get to, what do we got? Tweaks of the week. Yes. You got anything big? No, I was just waiting for the sounder that I can't hear <laughs> to finish. That was my that, um, that was my cue. You got anything big, yeah. but then you just dropped the yeah. ball and said, I'm waiting to I hear the sounder. Drop my lawn, my lawn. Old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I um I don't have any tweaks this week. You wanna talk about the one we were looking into? The uh, it's the same one I talked about last week. Um you the know, looking into the Oh, the chroma. Mm. Um, well, yeah, we can. Um, I don't have anything to report on it, really, because I don't know. I don't. I talked to the owner. that much about it, but there's, um, mm. you know, we talked last week about how I was looking into the Lumigen, mm -hmm. and I found a site that sells, you know, a dealer for the Lumigen who also offers a in like a software yeah. to do automatic calibration for the Lumigen. And it was called Chroma Pure, I think. Yeah. yeah. If I'm not mistaken. And the package um with the if you make if you purchase the Lumigen from them, I think it's like four hundred dollars to get this package. Right. And if you want to buy the package separately, it's about eight hundred bucks. But basically it includes the um like the calibration tool yeah. and then the software. And um it is supposed to, with just a couple of clicks, um do a pretty accurate calibration. So um, I had just sent it to you to see what your thoughts were on it um, as far as what that might be like versus having, you know, somebody that's trained to come in and do a calibration. Yeah. Um, but the biggest upside for me would, would be that, um, and I don't know that this will be the case every time, but with the last firmware upgrade that my projector had, it um it reset the whole thing back to factory settings right which was not a big deal because i've i'm really just using their preset picture modes with a couple of tweaks so right. i was able to just go in and you know basically i just go in and turn off mc memc and noise reduction and do a couple of things and it wasn't super hard but i would be very unhappy if I had a you know five or six hundred dollar calibration done on that machine, and yeah. then it got reset back to factory settings, so having the option to do this with a software program, um, you know, would be very beneficial for me because if I had to redo it, you know, I don't want to have to keep send, having somebody come out mm -hmm. every time this thing, yeah, know, resets. So, um, but I mean, I don't have any practical experience with it, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, the advantage of the Chroma Pure is it will 
if you have a Lumigen, it'll do everything for you. It's literally set right. it and forget it, right? Because it, it actually communicates with the Lumigen and actually calibrates your display, regardless right. of a projector or whatever, um, through the, through the uh, Lumigen because it can right. it can adjust the colors and everything and where you're running everything through that anyways it's kind of the same thing uh right. this will also work if it's it it's not as simple if you don't have a lumigen but the system that i'm looking at it's 800 dollars, but it, right. i'd be buying it without a lumigen but basically and you also get the um you get the the camera or whatever whatever right. i can't remember what they call it um yeah i don't remember either the, but it's basically whatever their calibration it's the camera tool is. The, the calibration yeah, the tool camera. that looks at your display and um right. so i also talked to nelson one of our listeners uh that he's very familiar with a lot of this stuff he actually has a calman system he has those he has the proper um cameras and stuff to connect mm-hmm. he has actually the next set up above that he's like that's the one you'd want to get and calibrate this and pull. He he got a little bit more in depth, but he even said he's like I wouldn't use this for him and I. Um, <clears throat> if you've already had your display calibrated um, for color, leave that. Um, but then he was like, maybe he goes, but we could use it for your black levels, and you could use it for right. your black levels. It's pretty simple to do that. Um, and then once you get those dead on. That's, that's all that really matters. So you, and for somebody even like yourself, uh, you could do that. Uh, I talked to the owner of, uh, Chroma Pure. I called him up. I saw, I went on to, I can't remember what his name was, but I looked it up and I, right when you sent it to me, I I thought it looked really interesting. So I'm thinking of getting it and even just, um, just for black levels and then be like, especially with a bulb, if you're running a bulb system your bulb's going to dim and you can adjust. I'd be able to adjust those black levels every month. You just put it in right. and go boop, boop, boop. And to do black levels probably take like 10 minutes. Just connect yeah. it to your Lumigen and it would adjust your brightnesses and everything and, and hit all the points that it needs to hit. Uh, so it is, it does. And honestly, and it's like, I know we we're here about the experiences. But this is kind of fun. I actually yeah. kind of like this idea of being able to, I would still use Jim, my projector guy, but I also want to get some experience with this. Because one of the things that like I get a lot from people is like, where do you find a projector guy? Where do you find a calibrator? Right. And some people don't have it. And if you yeah. could buy this system for five or 600 bucks and simply be able to, even if you don't have a Lumigen, be able to calibrate your stuff. And, and, you know, once you get familiar, if you're into that type of thing and you want to get into a little of the nitty gritty, this might be something worth it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd be buying it without a Lumigen as well because I won't buy the Lumigen through them. Right. Because they only sell brand new full price units. And I'm yeah. looking for, <laughs> you know, I'm looking for, for a secondhand the, right. exactly. unit. So, you know, there I'm not going to pay the six grand for the Lumigen just so I can save $400 on the <laughs> software, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking to get the Lumigen yeah. somewhere else and then I'll pay the 800 Because, I mean, I'm going to pay a calibrator. Five six hundred dollars exactly. to come out anyway. You'd be paying that anyway. And if I can buy this for eight hundred, get even if I only got like ninety percent of the results that right. I would get from a calibrator, uh, I probably wouldn't know the difference anyways because I wouldn't have a comparison of the other ten percent. Yeah, and it would still be miles ahead of what I have without the calibration or the lumigen. So, um, I, yeah. I think it would be 
uh, and I and I'm one of those people that don't have a calibrator. Right. Um, you know, I would go and do some research and try to find one local to me, but you know, you don't know what you're getting always when right. you when you do that. So I think for me, the the software route route will be the way to go. Um, yeah, especially with the the chances that my projector will, you know, I don't want to have to uh, like record down every single setting in my projector before I do a reset. Right. <laughs> you know, well, the, so. the interesting thing about your projector though is, and I thought of this cause like when I have mine done, I take pictures of every right setting, every screen. Right? And yeah, that's like setting. for every color, every chroma, every, yeah. everything. Right. So you're, when you're done, you've got like these 20 pictures I put into a folder and it's like, okay, these are my settings, but here's the problem that, that you might run into they might be adjusting the color levels. They might, well, right. you know, so it you don't know that on those the next, are the correct settings. Right. Like the next update we get is going to be the Dolby Vision update. Right. And who knows what kind of settings they may change with that. Exactly. So again, having the ability to just rerun this software for right. whatever the current specs are. Yeah. Um, I think for me it would be well, well worth it. So um, see what that's I, what I'm, that's what, I, what I'm looking yeah. to do. What I think is fun about something like this is, one of the reasons and the advantages of having somebody calibrate your screen, your display, is that at the end of it, whether they, it could be a 10% improvement, a 50% improvement, it could be a like a 0.2% percent of an improvement, right. right? But the point is at the end of it, you know, that's correct. Exactly. Right? You never have to worry. You're not worried about like, mm, is that right? You know, because we all have that in our theaters and we're watching a movie. You're watching a movie and you go, that's supposed to look like that? Is everything all right? You know? So with something like this where people, you can't get that, you're going to be like, this is what it's supposed to look like. And right. that's the way it is. And so you can, you could go with that. Um, it's funny. I, I talking with, I, I looked up uh, the, the gentleman's name. His name was Tom. Tom Harrigan. Right. And I, he, there's two versions. So it's $800 for the calibrated uh, monitor, whatever display thing that you have to, to right. read the screen. And he goes, or you can get an uncalibrated one first and the package would be $600. And I was like, why? why? He goes, it gets why you like you 90% of the way there. What do you need? And I'm like, oh. do you know who you're talking to? Why am I, I'm paying well, yeah. this to get myself all the way there. Why would I get, ha right. get all the way up to here and be like, ah, screw the last 10%. <laughs> like, right. I'm like, no, he's like, he goes, they're all pretty close. And he goes, but this one would be calibrated. And I was like, well, that's the one I want. Why would right. I buy an uncalibrated calibration tool? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to get me 90% of the way there. I was like, I, I guess, I mean, I guess I'm if you're just really squeezing for that $200, then maybe, but. Well, then you probably shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I mean, it's like. Buying the Lumigen is the wrong choice if you're squeezing out that well, last that, $200. Yeah, the, no, but even the system, like if you're trying to calibrate your system, but you brought an uncalibrated piece of equipment to do right. it. That's, I, 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 it that defeats did, the purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think it like, defeats the purpose. I'm yeah. like. I, I would think that the only person wanting to buy this is the person that's really trying to pay attention to the details. Right. Right. Otherwise I can get 90% there by eyeballing it. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> I don't need your tool. Um, your tool. Your tool. <laughs> so that, that could be a tweak of the week coming soon. Yeah. Well, uh, it, 
I'll be there at some point. You know, it just depends on when I can yeah. find a really when I can find the deal on the Lumagen. You know, um, right? Yeah, I and as I said, I'm I'm working on that. I know. I'm trying to find. Yeah, one. so we'll see whenever it comes through. Um, you know, I'll I'll figure out a way to make it happen. So yeah. Uh, oh, nope, not that one. And then spend another eight hundred dollars on the software. There you go. <laughs> so. So, all right, you ready to get to uh, listener experiences? Yes. Got a few this week. Got a few here. Let's see. All right. YouTube comment from Greg Bartley. Kaleidoscape, the Kaleidoscape Terra experience. So Greg says, I picked up a Strato S, which is a Strato C and a, Strato, and a Terra 6 combined about a year ago. Added a Terra 6 recently. Even though they've become more affordable, they are still premium product and some enthusiasts just can't justify the price. I get that, but nothing else touches it for quality and ease of use. I see you definitely put the bulk of your budget towards the display. I put mine towards the audio side. Either way, it's a great experience. And uh, this, obviously, I did this video um, back in March, I believe. But maybe I just didn't... um, express how much my sound system i did i was gonna say i don't agree that yeah that you yeah. put the bulk of your money into the i mean the most the most recent upgrades you've done have mostly been your display although you just did the you know the right <laughs> then i just so. did the morants and that but it's but like, i mean but at that time you had done the kaleidoscape and the but I have, and yeah it was all kind of video stuff but right. since then you've done more audio stuff I, but so. i thought but that's what's funny though and that's why i thought it was a great comment to bring up because not to i, I not to mean like I'm, I'm trying to brag or something but what i mean is like i think a lot of us do that right like you'd be like all right i'm satisfied with my video right now and you're enjoying that but you know like you start to think like what can i do audio i, I need to bump right. that up a little bit more so you kind of go back <laughs> and forth you don't do right. like you don't buy subs and a projector at the same time or, you know, right. it's like you kind of lean one way or the other, but it's like, I, I never thought even my, my, uh, Denon receiver and my sound system with the subs and everything was any kind of slouch. I right. would actually, I would put, I thought honestly, between that, that Denon, uh, my speakers and those SVS subs, the two thousands, I think that's a higher end quality than, than the Sony projector. Right, right. You it's had better a, audio. Yeah, because there's yeah. there's better projectors out there. That's kind of on the entry level side of 4K projectors. Uh, right. Granted, yes, I added the Lumigen to it after the fact, but I would say like the Denon that was a higher end Denon receiver. It was you right. know. So I, I just thought maybe I just didn't talk about it, but it's but I thought it was. I, we all do that. We go back right. and forth, back and forth. Uh, let's see. We got a tweet from omar uh hey uh at justin at hd report hey justin at mike shram texted me in the morning telling me about this amazing deal look uh papa i bright say look what you created ht family so uh omar tweeted this out and that's why i wanted to say it i showed this to my wife and i, I literally I, I don't know where i was when i saw it but um got a little choked up ht yeah. family you know look at what you've created you know it's like all these people are talking on twitter and for Omar to reach out 
add me into the conversation. It was like, we're having this conversation because of us, because of this. And I'm like, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yep. Very humbling. Uh, let's see. Uh, Andrea Manoia. Andrea Manoia. Andrea. <laughs> Andrea Manoia, perfect timing. The upload this morning, 6.30 a.m. There's a comment on uh, our show, uh, 2.23. This is from, it's actually from, uh, oh, it's a YouTube comment from a green room. Perfect timing. The upload this morning, 6.30 a.m. in Italy, and I'm getting in my car for a three-hour drive to Florence. I did the same thing John did with the beach scene in uh, House of Dragons. House of the Dragon, uh, and got the same con- got to the same conclusion. Went on Google and looked for a Lumigen. <laughs> I even <laughs> I even tried with my living room OLED, and it went on some kind of safe mode, turning off the brightness. Right. Uh, P.S. I'm sorry for you, lost DJ. Um, but yes, uh, that that turning off the brightness thing is one of the things we referred to last week, I believe, with um what's his name did the whole video it was in the video and there's some settings oleds would do it it's not really a safe mode it's just that's what they think they're supposed to be doing they're making the scene darker right um but yeah and it's yeah it's funny it, that's why you know lumogens at the front of everybody's mind mad vr just come off of you know uh cedia and then we've we get these you know House of the Dragon scenes. We got uh, actually the the one I'm going to talk about this week in uh, Andor. There's all these dark scenes start to pop out at you now, and there there's ways of of. Well, even this week's House of the Dragon was very dark, very dark. Yeah, um, like, yeah. it wasn't quite the beach scene dark, but it was it it was pretty dark through most yeah, of the a episode, lot of smoke. So. They're yeah. doing a lot of the smoky, gross, like, I think they're trying, that atmospheric stuff, like, stuff in the foreground, you get the nice deep blacks, but the further away, it gets grayer and grayer, and when that stuff starts to blend together, that's gonna, that makes everything, well, blend together, so. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh <laughs> Johnny Speakers. He's like, just finished the podcast with Carl. The most exciting thing in it for me was your history of Toyotas. Last week, I bought a Tacoma. Bright side. I love it. Dark side. HT budget took a big hit. (laughs) And the white van is no more. So Johnny Speakers doesn't have a white van anymore. Yeah. But he's got a beautiful gray Tacoma. (laughs) Yeah. That's the problem when you like more than one thing. You know, like I said, I haven't bought a new Star Wars piece for this room in over a year because I am pouring all my money into theater stuff. Theater stuff. And but when I was buying all of these collectibles, I wasn't doing anything to my feet because right. like, my pockets aren't that deep. So no, I, can I, know. Do, I can only do one thing at a time. Well, that, but, that's what I said last week. I used to go between my car, my yeah. theater and different things. And uh, there was a time when I spent money on hockey stuff like, oh, I need more hockey gear. I need uh, the newest. Right. I mean, skates now. I'm glad I have a pair of skates, uh, a decent pair, I should say. First off, if anybody out there that plays hockey, you know nobody likes buying skates. The last thing you yeah. want to do because it just hurts. They they just hurt for like a month. Uh, right. New skates now are like a thousand bucks. Oh geez, isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's I mean insane. everything's going up, but that's yeah. I mean I don't know what they were before, but the, that's like pretty the, high. The for skates, skates I have, I bought probably five years ago. I needed a pair, and um, 
that was the last in the one I bought before that was probably 15 years. And yeah. so the model I have right now, brand new would be like 1200 bucks. Like, wow. What are you nuts? Yeah. Insane. Uh, Jonathan. Hey, last night I watched Iron Man on Disney plus maybe the first time I have watched the complete movie since it was in theaters. I'm not a huge Marvel fan. Maybe I have seen half the movies. I like them, but I don't think they're the be all end all. I really enjoyed Iron Man. I liked that it wasn't two and a half, three hours, like too many other movies. The story was good. I thought it looked great on the stream. Unfortunately, I watched it late at night, so I really couldn't crank up the sound too much, so I won't comment on the sound. I think it's better than more recent Marvel films, which rely way too heavily on CGI. Something like Captain Marvel, to me, was a waste of a movie. Boring lead character. I do like Infinity War and Endgame a lot, even though I haven't seen all the previous movies, so don't have the ba all the backstory. Anyway, an enjoyable watch. I rent 4K discs from uh, store3dblu-rayrental.com. On deck for this weekend are Poltergeist, probably one of three or four horror movies I have seen in my life. I hate horror. Woohoo! There's more than just one. No. <laughs> and do the right thing. I also have Sudden Death, Van Damme on the way. My son has been wanting to watch. Trying to watch some stuff we can talk about on the podcast on 1022. Tough with NFL, NHL starting, and baseball playoffs. Hard to find time to watch a lot right now. <laughs> well, it's tough because, like I said, it's yeah for me. It's football. It's soccer. Um, I know, and you know, too many network shows. Like we went through last week, my wife and I, and we we knocked off at least three shows. Yeah, We're like all right. Do you really like this show? I don't either. Let's stop watching that one. Yeah. So and we just cut off like a couple of them and might go through this week and cut off a couple more because it's just so too much stuff to watch. And I want to watch more HT stuff, but I'm right. bogged down with stupid things like the resident and, you know, the, you yeah, know, but if you're like enjoying that. it, it's not, I mean, stupid. I like the shows. Yeah. They're not horrible, but yeah, it, it's just, I don't know. I'm getting so much less interested in, in network programming. Networks taking a hit. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, I really just want the, the streaming, production quality stuff so right that's the thing is we've become <clears throat> so spoiled and there is so much great content yeah. we really don't have time for um i don't know if the arrowverse could start up right now for probably instance, not right yeah, because you'd not. be like well one we've we've already had it so maybe it could if we'd never had it before we'd be excited to get something like that like they're gonna do what um, right but if you have the if you're just not grabbed, it's just not enough time in the day. And that, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's tough. Uh, it's tough for them. It's great for us. You know, um, I, I agree. I loved Iron Man. Uh, obviously it's the first, first Marvel movie to be done by Marvel studios. And, you know, I thought it's one of my favorites, if not, it's up in the top three or four, just because yeah. it was the one that started it. It is nice that it's not two and a half, three hours long. Um, but I'll talk to John. John's the guest next in next Tuesday's takeover Tuesday. Um, but I'll talk to him about the sound there because that is, it has a really good soundtrack. The DTS on the Blu-ray is really good. The Atmos I liked is really good. Um, it's good, good track. Good track. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't seen that one in a while either, but Iron Man. Oh. Yeah. I haven't seen it in, in so good. quite a while. 
foot. <clears throat> All right. Uh, let's see another. Let's see. We got YouTube comments. Uh, ha ha. Blah, 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 the king. <laughs> John, I had the decision to make between the Lumigen and the Kaleidoscape too. I went with the Kaleidoscape and I do not regret it one bit. Don't underestimate the convenience factor of having almost every movie available for you to purchase from your couch or phone. I know you had John at hello. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't think I would regret if I went either no. way, you know, and it's not no. a, for me at this point, it's not a one or the other. It's right. one for like, I'm not necessarily putting the Kaleidoscape away forever, but I also, again, I don't watch movies quite the same way that you do. Like, I don't know that I would sit there and Mm. jump from scene to scene to scene in five different movies. Like, I kind of, you know, I put, and again, maybe this is because I I have to put in a disc, but I put in a disc because I've decided to watch this movie. Right. And I watch it all the way through, and I go to the next one. Um, there might be times where I'd want to, de- you know, show off my system a little bit that that would be helpful, but yeah, like, I don't know how many times I would do that. Um, but yeah, it's not a, like one in place of the other kind of thing. Right. Um, I just feel like at this point in time, I would get way more use out of the Lumigen than I would out of the Kaleidoscape. Uh, yeah. Let me, yeah. uh, I'll finish this and then, uh, I, cause I, Basically, I have the comments on that too. But uh, so, yeah, watch from your couch, uh, purchase from your couch or phone, delivered in a very short amount of time. Also, being able to own the new releases much earlier than disc. Sure, the processors are fantastic, and one day I'll probably own one as well. But if you already have a great image and are happy with what you see, I would recommend the Kaleidoscape. You will not be disappointed, and I think you will appreciate it more. Just my two cents. Great show, guys! Thanks for all you do. No, um, I didn't jump. I didn't mean jump. Guy, I thought that was no, the no, end no, of the comment. No, no, I would have waited, but no, no, that's fine. Um, because <laughs> you know what's funny is he's right. He's like, if you're ha-, and this is what I really liked about his comment here. What kind of jumped out at me is he, he said, if you're happy, uh, if you already have a great image and are happy with what you see, I would recommend the Kaleidoscape. But that's where the difference comes, and it's like right. so he his comment is. Um, like he's happy with his image, I would say, yeah, go with that. Go with the Kaleidoscape. But right. I bought my Illumigen because I wasn't happy with a portion of what I was seeing, mainly right. with streaming and stuff. And that's what, it drove me to the Illumigen. And it was like, mm-hmm. uh, and then, of course, talking to Jim, and he's like, you should get the Illumigen before you get a Kaleidoscape because this is going to do this for your entire system, okay? Right. And that's a lot of how you're you're feeling right now. You're like, look, uh, what this has done. And then if if I had to read every comment that I get from Carl, who's had his mad VR for all of like 10 days, I get right. a comment like every day. This is amazing what it's doing. It's amazing what right. it does for streaming. It's amazing what it does for HBO Max. And because what it does is what what these processors are doing is it takes all of your content and raises it to the level that you get with your disc in your like Panasonic eight twenty or whatever. Right. And when I'm saying like it, that's the difference. But if you have a great image and you're happy with it and you're looking to buy one of these things, then yeah, if you have no qualms with what you're doing, maybe you don't stream a lot. Maybe you don't do this, whatever. It's like, you can't go wrong either way. 
he's right. Yeah. You know, and I, and I, and I get that. Um, I don't think that if I had, if say I hadn't talked to Jim and somebody came up to me and went, Hey, you want to buy a Kaleidoscape over? And I didn't have a Lumigen. I'd still be just as excited. Oh, sure. Cause you don't know what of you course. don't know. Right. Right. But once you get the video processor, you're like, how the heck would you not, how did I live without you, buddy? You know, I love you. Right. You know, I can't take And I'm generally with happy with the image I get, yeah. you know, I've said it before, but there are limitations and some of these things like house of the dragon kind right. of exposed a bunch of them for me to the point where I feel like I'm missing out and, you know, not every show is house of the dragon, but right. But it, you know, but there's a lot of dark, like there's a lot of shows that you watch nowadays, especially fantasy shows where everything happens at night. Everything happens yeah. in the dark. Like it's, everything is dark. So I feel like I'm, I want that image to be, again, be all it can be, you know, right. join the army. Um, <laughs> and, you know, getting the Dolby Vision update at some point will help that projector. Yeah. With Dolby but, vision but, content, <laughs> but not everything. Right. But not everything is in Dolby vision. Right. You know, house of the dragon is, but not everything is. And, um, you know, it won't really help with anything network or anything. Right. Like non Dolby that. vision. So, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Non Dolby vision, which yeah. is, you know, again, we watch a lot of stuff that is Dolby vision, but it's probably only 25% or 30% right. of the stuff you're watching. So, um, so yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see. Well, again, you can't go wrong. Either. I mean, you know, again, if the deal on the Lumigen doesn't doesn't appear and a deal on a Kaleidoscape does, well, then that's <laughs> that'll be what I get, right? Like, I'm, I, I'd yeah. be happy either way. Oh but, yeah, yep. you know, I won't be happy. I haven't unwrapped all these discs yet, just in case I need to send some of them back. <laughs> but um, uh, it's slowly know. unwrapping. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to unwrap it until I watch it because I have till January 31st to send them back. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, exactly. But, uh, let's see. We got a, oh, a comment from Carl. Speaking of Carl, interesting, talk, uh, talking about werewolf by night from last week's podcast. He said, interesting info on Runco versus JVC as Runco actually went out of business back in 2016. Uh, yeah, but they made kick-ass projectors. Yeah. <laughs> a projector from 2016 might actually be better than anything put out today. They had <laughs> right. some amazing projectors. Especially with a Mad VR or uh, yeah, or, or a Lumigen, Lumigen right? in line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they had they're amazing projectors. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like my projector, I think is from 2016. For all intents and purposes, right? Something like yeah. that might might be, or just the generation before it. That's right. Yeah. So pretty funny uh we have we've got some giveaways we've got some digital codes from nelson so awesome. i am going to whoever would like um we're gonna i'm gonna save that one let me see we're gonna do let me see i got now i have to look and see which ones he has here because he has the set he gave me a bunch but i'm gonna give a you, oh, I'm going to give one. I have a few to give away this week from different people. Okay. So we're, people are come, stepping up big time here. So, all right. We're going to go backwards. And I have to give codes because I want people to... Uh, all right. What's this one? Star Trek, The Undiscovered Country. So first person to DM me or email me, I would like... 
What, you, what is that? Four? Star Trek four? VI? Is that four? Or I? That's VI six. is six. Okay. Yeah. So first person to DM or email me the Roman numeral for six. VI. Star Trek. VI. That's all you got to do. You will get Star Trek digital code from Nelson. I will send you the digital code for Star Trek Undiscovered Country. Uh, and I also have other ones that will go out other weeks with different codes because I don't want people to not listen next week or, and then just be like, well, I want this one because right. I think eventually, does he give me? Let me see. And these are the 4K, the new 4K releases. I also have Wrath of Khan he gave. That'll be going out at some point. And I have the director's edition of Star Trek, the motion picture. But that one... <laughs> It's going to be a surprise and there'll be a special code for that. So we're going to start with four and we'll do, and then we'll work our way back. So stay tuned week after week for all of that fun stuff. Um, But thank you, Nelson. Really appreciate that. So this week, yep. uh, Not four, sorry, six, six, Star Trek six. So the Roman numeral six, you get that digital code. And uh, all right, next we have, uh, oh, here we go. Reference level has meaning. Um, so Tom Harrigan, we were talking about this. It, it spilled over into twit tweets, or I was talking, people were talking about it in tweets, but we we're talking about it in the green room, but talking about reference level. And Tom was talking about how he was watching top gun at minus 27 and his room was shaking. Right. And then we had a conversation about it. And like I said, BJ, I think it, it ended up over on, in, um, on Twitter as well. And it's like, that's what, uh, one of the things to me and why like VJ and I, I think we're like, wow, that's like really low. What's going on there? And not trying to accuse Tom of anything or, you know, like, hey, you know, not like ours is better or anything. But what it is, is like what I really like about home theater having that reference level. And we got into a discussion about this where I can't wait to hear if, Tom comes back. I don't think he has, but he's going to put a, a SPL meter on it. And okay. that got me to messing around with just a digital one and watching in my room, what it looks like when I run at reference level. And I'm, I might make a video on it, or I want to make a video on it where you could see my SPL meter, see my screen, watch a scene. And then you'll be able to see like, this is what it is in my room. Uh, not saying mine's right, but this is the experience that I'm getting. And, but all of the, that's what like that reference level means something. So there's a lot of people out there that they'll just like, they'll run their subs wicked hot or they'll run their overheads and they'll mess up everything. But if you don't set your room, calibrate your room to reference level and then tweak from there, you're not really sure what you're getting. And and it's hard to like, oh, my dialogue isn't very good or this isn't very good. It's like, well, what are you running at? And to me, minus 27 sounds really low. But then yeah. Tom had a good point. He's like, what if my ears are just more sensitive and it sound, that sounds really good to him? And like me at reference level, what if my ears are shot? And right. that's what it takes. We might literally be hearing the same exact thing. Could be. You know? So... I don't know. It's like, I know, I mean, he went over, um, like his sub settings and everything and they're a little bit higher, but he has four subs in his room and they're both, they're all at like two because he's, you know, he's overpowered in his room with his subs as I am too. 
Uh, right. But there's so many variables, but having reference level kind of evens all that out. And if you, if you calibrate your room with like a, you know, Odyssey or a Dirac and you calibrate it to reference level, reference, that should be the same. It should be minus, you know, 85 dB should be the average right. of what you're getting in your room. Peaks are going until like 105 or something like that. But um, if you have, and somebody else wrote me this too, um, they didn't know what reference level was. And that was interesting. So we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. So it is, it's like, it's my, uh, THX, I believe is what we pretty much, it's like minus 85. Some people tell you minus 75 DB. So if you have your receiver set to like just zero to a hundred, then minus 85 would be what reference level is based off of there. That's minus 85 DB. If you have it set to like, what is it? I forget the low number. It's like minus, it's like minus 41 or something all the way to zero. Zero would be reference level. Right. So, I think it goes lower than that. I've had mine at like minus 50. So that's I what think. I mean. Like minus 40. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Minus 50, whatever. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. 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 But yeah, but zero. So like that, that way, you know, like if I turn mine to minus five, I know I'm five DB below reference, below level. reference. And then if I go over it, I'll be like, it'll say plus 10 over reference level. And that's a setting within your receiver. They, they all do it. All the one home theater ones do it. So, um, but that's what it should be. And a lot, all your ability to get there is going to depend on sound room treat, mostly on room treatments, um, uh, which would include big time would include, um, sound absorption of bass, you know, bass traps right. and stuff. Because if you're trying to run a reference level in a marble room, you're going to be hurting. Right. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so yeah, that very interesting stuff and slight little taste of what goes on in the green room, but it did leak out and it's something worth talking about too. So, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, G Cornell, have you seen it to comment on the Atmos first non Atmos release of this title talking about Star Trek, the motion motion picture, the director's edition. I have not, uh, it's not available on Kaleidoscape and I tried to buy it and Amazon canceled my order on me. I was oh, yeah. all excited to have that. I, it was actually a rainy day. The day it dropped, it was supposed to be at my house. And then you start getting that message on that day and you're like, right. Oh, it's delayed. Oh, it's running late. Oh, it's yeah. this. And then it's like, oh, if you don't see oh. this, you can cancel your order or blah, blah. And it was like, so basically what ended up happening, it was like, here, buy this one. And it was the box set above. And I'm like, I don't need the right. whole box set of it. I don't want, right. I don't want all of that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm expecting that it's going to drop eventually. And you know, when it drops, it's usually right after I buy it. Um, right. But to have it on day, day and date, I bought it. And then it just failed to show up. So now I'm like, well, I might as well just wait. But I, I would like right. to find out. Uh, another YouTube comment. Our man, Mike, love and thunder. He opened a second account on YouTube <laughs> called <laughs> love and thunder. And he goes, second account algorithm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I thought that was great. That's <laughs> so funny. I'm like, it, all right, cool. He's listening, taking our advice, helping the yep. podcast grow. Really That's appreciate awesome. it. 
Um, another listener, Mike Schramm, <laughs> commented, <laughs> also commented, another great show. Thank God I spent six hours in the car yesterday. <laughs> I was able to catch up on all the content. Wow. Oh, yeah. So thank you, Mike and Love and Thunder. <laughs> yeah, both of you. say that. The body uh, is. All right. Big one. Here's a, we have Dan Carpenter, big giveaway. Uh, I have the 4K code for Poltergeist that we are giving away as well. So nice. the first person to, um, what should they do? You come up with it. What what can they email or DM me to win Poltergeist in 4K digital code? That from Dan, uh, our man. Go Dan. into the go into the light. There you go. <laughs> DM. I want to go into the light. There DM. I want to go into the light. There you go. Nice job, John. Or you didn't move the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would, I like go we'll, into we'll, the light. Go into yeah. the light. You didn't move the body. We can't have that going out on the Ethernet. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> True, that's true. The FBI might go knocking, come knocking on your door. Like, uh, yeah, we got to keep an eye on this podcast. They're moving bodies. Yeah. You didn't move the bodies. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Uh, DM or email me. I want to go into the light, and you'll get the 4K code for Poltergeist, the new 4K. Nice. All right, last comment. Uh, Mark, hi, DJ. I listened to this week's Takeover Tuesday with John Brock, and your talk about predestination was awesome that movie is a real mind bender kidding wanted to let you know i found it on youtube for free i'm still on my soundbar so i can't comment on the sounds today is moving day into my new house so hopefully i have home theater updates for you soon cheers mark uh yes that i uh, love that information glad we got that in just in time for this show uh, that you can go, I guess, on YouTube and find predestination for free because, as I said, talking with John, it is a good home theater experience, and if you can get it, get it. But um, if you just want to take in this movie for what it is, and it's that conversation piece that you're going to go, you want a movie that's going to screw with you? Watch this, and yeah. it does. And I highly recommend that you just take, put it in your theater, and upmix it or whatever from YouTube. Yeah. Um, there's, like I said, there's some nice gunshots, but that's not what this movie's about. And Apple TV's got it for three ninety nine. That's where I. There you and go. I think Voodoo has it for two ninety nine for the like standard okay. definition version. So yeah, I was gonna just rent it for four bucks, but I I just haven't had time to watch it yet. It's it's crazy. I'm telling you, John, when you see it, you'll like, you're going to be like, all right, I, um, your text will be call me because <laughs> you can't text about it. You really can't. Right. You'd like, you, it's, it's insane. And then you'll get to go back and hear back all the spoiler talk that we have. Yeah. I can listen to the spoiler stuff. The spoiler talk. You don't have to listen to future DJ. So, all right. That was, Which is now past DJ. That, Cause yeah, because that, that came was, that came out three days ago. Correct. <laughs> See how that works? His yeah. future DJ was is not future DJ no more. But their future right. DJ is still out there. Hopefully, he is. Hopefully. Yeah. He's on the, the lamb. Yeah, hopefully. Well, if he's not out there, I don't want to go to sleep. 
<laughs> That's true. Something happened to him. <laughs> he better still be out there. Right. Because if he's not out there, this is never seeing the light of day. Right. Ugh. All right. Um, all right. That's it for that. So we get to the part of the show where we go across the pond. You ready for that? I am. All right. Hey, Steve. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay, DJ. Very glad to be here again. Um, and after the day I've had, it's very nice to be here chatting home cinema. Same um, here. I, I was dealing with a, a murder case this morning. Oh, uh, nice. I was dealing with a, with a client this afternoon who beat up a female police officer. Um, so it's been a very, very, very long day. So it's nice to be here, having had a couple of hours to decompress and now talking about really fun stuff. So it's oh. good to be here. I got it. I can't. <laughs> I need to talk to you sometime off air, maybe green room doesn't have to be, um, bright side law. <laughs> yeah, really. I get all the time. I people talking like, how do you defend a murderer? How can you do this? If you know, they did it. How do you do this? And, and I defend it. I can, I can yeah. bright side the bejesus out of that because well, yeah. you have your law system. I, we have our law systems and a mm -hmm. uh, short version is now. Don't get me wrong. Just like we have skeevy police officers. We have skeevy lawyers. Mm -hmm. We have, but we have great, I believe 95%. There's of a new phrase. Skeevy. Yeah. What does that skeevy. mean? Just snivelly. Dodgy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Gotcha. Okay. But <laughs> I believe 95% of the people <laughs> in all walks of life are good people, right? 5% mm -hmm. crap. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Okay. There's nothing you can do about it. It's human nature. It's what happens. But yeah. so my long, you know, very, very short version. I'd love to have the discussion, but short version, yeah. if you're not um, doing it, your job, we don't know mm -hmm. if the system, that's how you test the system and you make sure that it's not yep. broke. And it's yep. like, you might not want to defend the guy, but you know mm -hmm. what? It's like, I've got to make sure that, because what if I get a guy that is innocent, I've got to make sure that the government or whoever's pressing these charges is doing their due diligence correctly. And yep, to keep yep. the system honest, we need people like you. The I've role, the role is, the role is simply this. We are there to protect and advance their legal rights. That's it. That's yep. the role. That's all we do. Yep. We're not there to get them off. We're not there to, to lie on their behalf, cheat or anything like that. No, nope. um, we just, we just don't do it because to do that would be a criminal offense and that's not what right. we do. So we're simply there to make sure that, that, that someone has their, their, their rights protected um, their defense, if there is one properly advanced and, and explored. Um, but it's no more to it than that. And, and you say, when people say, and that's a question I get all the time. So, and when you get that mm -hmm. question, the reality is at the end of the day, it's not for me to decide whether someone's done it or not. It's for a jury or over here, also a set of magistrates to decide mm -hmm. that in a trial. Now, if someone says to me, I've committed that offense, then I'm entitled to explore that. Is there enough evidence to, to, if someone says I've done it, is there enough evidence for them to prove that they've done it or not? Um, and then they're entitled, then I would advise someone, if there's evidence to do it, you should plead guilty. And then they're entitled to what's called a plea in mitigation over here, which is a, an explanation as to why it happened mm -hmm. to assist the court with determining the appropriate punishment. And that's it. You know, I, that is how, that is my role. That's what I do. And I try to never take it any more personally or, or particularly than that. Yeah. Now that does not mean that it, that, that it's easy. No. You know, there are cases that are very difficult and I've, I've represented some clients who are alleged to have done some very, 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 very difficult things. Um, and, and had to, 
you know rationalize that in terms of learning about it because some of the stuff is is very very difficult indeed but fortunately they are rare and in fact in 23 years of doing this job i can count probably three three occasions when i've genuinely struggled with the the facts of a particular case mm. and i've dealt with multiple murder cases i've dealt with with multiple sexual offenses and all and the full gamut of offenses but um so yeah probably two or three where you go home and you're thinking about it afterwards uh, but luckily they're rare. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, and that's, but that's the nature of the job, but yeah. So, so to your point, protect and advance their legal rights and it's nothing more to it than that, but it can make it. And, and what I always say is that, that this particular job, it, we do long hours, it's tiring, it's stressful. Um, mm. it's unpredictable, but it's never, ever boring. <laughs> and that's what I, that's what I like about it. You know, yeah. it's just, it, it, every case is different. Even when you deal with the same person over and over again, and very often I do, um, <laughs> that it, it, there's always some new wrinkle. There's always something different about it. And it, and that's what What'd keeps you it do so this much time? fun. <laughs> it, quite literally. Well, I've, I've got a client, well, I've got a number of clients, but one in particular who's got over 250 convictions for theft, for shop theft. Um, and, uh, so she, you know, she's not very good at it. You'd think after 250, <laughs> you'd be getting good, wouldn't you? Um, but, uh, but yeah, so she, and, and again, literally not only do I know her as very well, having been representing her for the 20 shops. years and very, <laughs> and various members of her family, the shops do, but also the magistrates do and the, and the courts do. So when she comes before them, before she's even given her name, they're like, Oh, hello, how you doing? You okay. And then, and they know her as well as I do because of how often she comes before them. So it's, uh, you know, but it, oh. but those people are easy to deal with and they're actually quite, right. they're quite fun because they're sort of lovable rogues, which is a different yeah. thing to your sort of, you know, your, your, your serious and very unpleasant oh, stuff, yeah. hence what I was doing earlier today. Um, but even then, you know, if I, without giving specifics because of confidentiality, but, you know, if I give you an idea, the, the case today, the murder case was an absolute tragic case for all concerned. Mm. And this is, and again, I can't give specifics, but, you know, suffice it to say there are, the, the, the deceased may not be a victim and the, 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 and, and in fact, the, and my client may not have actually had anything to do whatsoever with the death. And huh. yet my client has lost a family member as a result of it. Right. Right. It's, it's, so it's tragic for all concern. It's just, oh, but so, you know, it, it's just day. one of those things. So long day. And it's, this is what's so cool about being able to get back a couple of hours to decompress and then just to talk, talk pseudo nonsense with you from my end, not yours. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. This is serious stuff for me, Steve. <laughs> hey, exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm trying to portray myself as an important person here and you're hey, killing me yeah. here. <laughs> hey, I put it in writing tonight. I put it in, yeah, yeah, well, quite, yes, yeah, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, yeah. I put it in uh, writing tonight, the man, the myth, the legend. There you, you know, go. So, so I think you're already there, mate. You're there. there. <laughs> All right. You're right. Let, let's get yeah. to some home theater talk to get you mm. so, that, some much alleviation. I don't know if that's the term, but okay, let's do it. What do yeah, you got this week, buddy? Okay, well, there's one we forgot last week. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe we forgot to talk about Werewolf by Night. Oh. I am just, uh, I was, when you, you texted me afterwards and said, you know what, we forgot. It's not like we <laughs> stopped talking. Realize, <laughs> no, well, <laughs> quite. I didn't, I didn't realize that that, that was your, your featured we film. We didn't either, that week. but it was, it, it just worked <laughs> out with John and I. And, but yes, yeah. I should have mentioned it to you when we got on. And said, hey, it's because okay. I already knew it was the title. And I I think, yeah. again, I pulled a stupid DJ and I, I mentioned, oh, I'm going to talk about this with Steve because you had a different opinion. And I'm like, of course, we don't do it. But look, you know what? That's the beauty. 
it's always next week. Here we go. That's it. The, so the beauty and the werewolf, the beauty and the beast. Yeah. So what did you think? You didn't like it okay. as much as I did. I uh, yeah. Okay. So so in terms of the home theater side of it, that we can agree on. It it looked good. It looked okay. You know, I I didn't have a uh, you know, it looked as how I wanted mm. it to look. I had no problem with that. And same with the sound. It was fine. I liked the little cigarette burns up in the corner. I thought that was a nice <laughs> nice touch. Of course, that's you realize what that comes from. That comes from when the projectionists used to swap projectors. When you got to the end of the first reel, they'd have what they used to do is have two projectors running side by side. Right, right, right. And and so you'd have one reel on one. And then the, the cigarette burn flashes up, which tells the projector you've got eight seconds to then flick the other one over the projectionist, and they would bring the other reel on. So it's quite a fun little you know, yeah. old school thing. I, I like that. Okay. So th- so home theater wise, it was fine, and I I thought it was good. It was okay. No problems with that. My problem was with the story. All right, and a massive opportunity missed. I thought. Now let me see if you agree. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> let me develop my argument, Your Honor. All um, right. So <laughs> I'll allow DJ it in the house. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's it. So, so you'll have to get that it's curtain easy. behind you and wrap it around your arm. Like, over your top. <laughs> I was just yeah. thinking like judge DJ. Yeah. yeah exactly. I like <laughs> so, this. uh, so, yeah. okay. So firstly, now I'm a massive werewolf fan. Okay. And you know, I'm a I know. Fan. <laughs> yeah. So anything that's got a werewolf in it is immediately in my zone. That's what I'm immediately interested in. Um, from American Werewolf in London, which is my favorite one. The Howling's really good as well. And obviously Dog Soldiers, which I, you know, maintains a classic, although I appreciate that. You know, you might not. Okay. Uh, right. So it's anything with a werewolf in has got me interested. And as soon as I saw the trailer to it, I thought, oh, this has been made for me. And so I was really looking forward to it. So it's a 54-minute film with credits, as you guys said last week. Yeah. Which means what? Forty-eight minutes, maybe of of, yeah. of actual movie. Okay, we get to thirty-seven minutes in, and we don't see a werewolf. Thirty-seven minutes before the werewolf arrives of a forty-eight-minute film. That was a problem for me. One, <laughs> not the massive problem, but it was a problem because it's it's a werewolf film. Where's the bloody werewolf? Um, and it's not like it's not like Jaws or Alien, or any one of a number of movies, creature features, where there are attacks, but you don't see the creature, this thing sort of comes out of nowhere at 37 minutes or thereabouts, and we haven't seen it before. So I'm like, you know, is there going to be Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park? You know, are there going to be dinosaurs on your dinosaur tour? So I was thinking, are there going to be werewolves on your werewolf movie? So so that was a problem for me. It was annoying me. All right, so that was one. But more than that, I think it was a missed opportunity. All right, now let's see if we can agree on this. See if you'll go with me on this. Okay, because you're a comics guy as well. So happy Mm -hmm. days. All right, so someone, when they were writing this, says, I've got a great idea. We're going to do a a werewolf movie. It's going to be a Marvel special. It'll be great. And we're going to assemble a team of monster hunters and including vampires, because we see a bat, a sort of vampire bat, and someone mentions vampires. One of these these monster hunters is going to be African-American. It's going to be great, right? Now, can we think of, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, of a vampire hunter who's African-American, who we're about to launch a big film of it next year? Do do we know anyone in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that might have sort of given birth to all this stuff in 1998 or thereabouts, and who should have been in this and wasn't? Any idea? Yeah, I have the, I know what you're talking about, but (laughs) all right. Where the hell was Blade? Where the hell was Blade? This was a perfect opportunity to introduce him into the MCU. Well, how about he's been he's been cast? How about this? 
<laughs> Isn't it a perfect opportunity to expand the African American vampire hunter universe? There's more than just Blade. There's yeah, somebody else out there as him. well. Like a who you know, it, 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 it just don't have to have one African American vampire hunter. That's a lot to say, an African American vampire hunter. Yeah, yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But like I didn't on. didn't even think of that. Didn't even think I mean, would I like to have seen Blade or would I have like I just, I just thought it was, I just looked at it as another character and went, okay. I think it, and from what I do understand, this is supposed to play fairly well into the MCU. Like there's, this is going exactly. to, to play. So these characters may actually be more important. Maybe that's a Blade sidekick. Maybe that's, oh, or maybe they, I don't yeah. know. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. I, it was but I liked it for what it was. Yeah. I, I see yeah, what you're I, saying, I, but as soon as I saw him, as soon as I saw it, and I saw, so I saw the vampire bat head on the wall, and as soon as then I saw him, I thought, "Oh, it's Blade! It's Blade! It's going to be Blade! It's going to be! It might be a young Blade! It might be a kind of a you know a rebate. And then of course it's not. And I'm thinking, why you had the perfect opportunity? I miss Blade. I love Blade one and two. Some of my favorite films. I absolutely love like the three? third one. Third one's awful. I love. Really I love Ryan Reynolds. I love uh, Ryan. Well, it's hysterical. Yeah. There's I some good language in it. I must the admit. outtakes <laughs> from that, the outtakes that yeah, he did in yeah, that are uh, hysterical. But yeah, it, it uh, is. But the first two one are the better two movies, are but classic movies. And in fact, Blade Two is the only film I've ever watched. I literally bought two tickets for consecutive shows. I watched it once, came out, and went straight into the next screen and saw it again. And I've never done that before or since. Um, and I loved it. And um, so those films are, are, are some of my favorite films. I love those two movies, uh, you know, for, you know, rightly or wrongly, I love them. And, and roll on a 4K disc of Blade 2, by the way, because that in DTSX would be absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. So, so I just thought, you know, we've missed Blade. We haven't seen him since Blade Trinity. They, they've cast him, what, two years ago? Maybe longer. Mer- it just got Ali. delayed yet again. It did. It did. So now you've got your perfect opportunity for you to see Blade. Here he is. You don't even have to do anything. All he's got to do is walk on and go, I'm Blade. That'll do. That'll be fine. I'll be happy with that. And yet... It's all no. about you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about me. So you're like... So in summarization, um, <laughs> it, it, they missed a perfect opportunity to please you. 100%. <laughs> So I said, okay, I can't argue with that. I completely agree with you, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) So that was my, so I was, I was, I was annoyed by not using Blade. I was very annoyed by the lack of a werewolf until 11 minutes before the end. And I can see that building in you, like as the show, (laughs) the movie, whatever, a short story keeps going and you're like, Hmm. still not, you can't even enjoy what you were watching because you just, just I mean, I didn't hate it. (laughs) it, it, I I know, but it's going to be hard to enjoy it when you're sitting there going, Still no werewolf. Still no werewolf. I I kid you not. No werewolf. I saw it in the cinema room. I had my phone. I kept tapping the screen. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. I see. Because, of course, it comes up on the phone how much far far through it is. Because, of course, it's on the same Apple TV, isn't it? So you just tap on it. Oh, oh, right. Okay. 20 minutes. 15 minutes. All right. 14 minutes. 11 minutes. Oh, there's a werewolf. They're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. Man. Like when we were kids, oh, this isn't going to make it. There's going to be t- continued next week. Going to have to wait. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'm not, you know, I don't hate it. I don't think yeah. I'll watch it again, you know, which is weird for someone like me that, you know, would normally do it. I don't think I'd see it again. Um, and, but I like I like the notion of a 54-minute 
lean and mean, you know, presentation movie, whatever you want to do. Right. That's a great idea. And it's good to see Marvel doing that. It's just that I, for me, and I, I can only talk about me, I can't talk about anybody else. For me, it just seemed like there were things that, that could have been done differently. And I think it could have been even better. And, and I, you know, I get the Lon Chaney, you know, references. Mm-hmm. I get that, you know, I, I'm one of the people that likes the Wolfman, you know, the Joe Johnston um, movie from 2010. Cause I mean, that was shot just up the road here um, with Benicio del Toro as the, oh, okay, as the, yep. the, the thing and uh, Anthony Hopkins. I happen to like that film more than the filmmakers do. Um, Cause I, I, and that's done with a Lon Chaney junior sort of Wolfman. And he looks amazing. It's really good makeup. Mm. It's Rick Baker makeup effect. Nope. And it looks incredible. And so I, you know, I, I'm a sucker for this kind of thing. And so if, it, if, if I don't engage with it, then, you know, that, that's unusual. So yeah, but you know, it, it is, but home cinema, fine. Just story could have been better. I think, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's me. It's me. What it's you. So, yep. so yeah, it's All me. Of you. Uh, now let's talk about something that I think we can agree on. She-Hulk, the finale. Was it as good as I said it would be? Yes. That was, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Um, I still, I still think what I said last week to you about it in that it's a long way to go to get to that last episode. There was a lot (laughs) of that show. That's like, Hmm. Uh, I liked how they wrapped it up. I loved that. Like everything you talked about, I'll go spoiler free here as well. But yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they, can you, can you see why I was grinning like a loon when you were talking about, Oh, it's Kevin, it's Kevin Feige, Kevin. And I'm like, (gasps) yeah, very funny. Kevin Feige. Yeah. That was fantastic. And I love notice, notice it has a cap. It actually has a cap. Do you see? It's got a a hat, which of course he's famous for wearing, which I thought was, was a nice little touch. I mean, I, I just think that, that, that episode was pitch perfect. But they leaned into all everything you and I talked about. Right. So, which Mm -hmm. was great about our conversation because you knew what was going, what had happened. I hadn't seen it yet, but yet that is like, you know, I I was taking the role of the public and that's how we, Mm. and I was defending it, of course, but that is, that's what's going on out there. And they, but I love that they like, they're just, is that really, are they leaning into it and acknowledging us or are they really just like turning the screws on people that are that negative mm. because you're like, we're listening to it. We hear you. You're just yeah. stupid. <laughs> you're just, you're just, it's yeah. It's a bit of that. Isn't you it? know it's what I mean? Like, then, yeah. yeah, we know what you're doing, <laughs> but it's yeah, it's, we hear you. Yeah. We hear, <laughs> we hear you or we, we're just not listening to you. We hear it and yeah. it's like, but you don't know the whole story, but that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, and the, the, the X-Men, the little, the little X-Men yep. line was just, oh, I mean, yeah, it was absolutely the little, the little tongue out sort of look at the camera was just, oh, yeah, you know exactly what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The whole thing. It was, was great. Cool. It was great. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I just, they just, had some and, budget, and the budget lines in there. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. um, what was it? Uh, yeah, can you change off camera because the, we uh, don't have the we, budget. These, yeah. And the effects team have moved on to another show. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, right. It's like, okay. And they come they, back. She's changed. I mean, some might say that's in poor taste because of course they've had some serious criticism recently about how they pay their effects teams and, and the, oh, the really? constraints they put on them. I'm a little bit surprised they didn't cut that as funny as it was. Maybe they, that's why they put some, it in. Yeah, but they've had some you you know union issues and some actual proper criticism recently about how much they pay them and how they constantly change their minds with their 
thing. So I'm, a, I, you know, but it was, it was funny. And yeah. when they're like, right, can you just change now? But wait, 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 camera's going off you. Wait, wait yeah. now. And the court, you know, that just yeah. was so good. As I, it's fun. I, I've seen some of that stuff. Um, as an artist myself, I don't want to piss off any of the artists, mm. but, um, they, that's the thing. It, it, when I was growing up, it was work for Disney, mm. but they, it wasn't graphics. It was draw, right? Work for yeah, Disney. Android, yeah. But you were nobody. That, but that's how you got in, right? Mm. But you were a dime mm -hmm. a dozen. I can get anybody to color inside the lines, and that's what they would do. Yeah. And I got to imagine yeah. that that's, they probably work them like dogs, and they probably, you know, they push them, they change things. And it's like you work hard mm. there, you, you do your thing, and it's like, I'm working for Disney. I'm working for Disney. But the problem is, and this is just my interpretation on the outside looking in, <coughs> there's somebody behind you that wants your job too, right? Yeah, so but, people coming yeah. out of college, people want that job and they'd be like, but I need more money. We're like, I can pay this guy here. And they just, and they literally just shuffle them through. And then that person yeah, goes but, on to be at some place, some firm or something doing some graphics hmm. or something else. Um, hmm. It's, it's all about, you know. What can I get market done? forces market? Right? Yeah, it's, it's the, it's yeah. the kid behind it, you will do your job for cheaper. Mm, it's, it's not them. It's, it's that. Well, quite. I mean, I'm, I, I mean, you know, we don't want to get into employment yeah, dynamics and international forces and all this that stuff. Week? Yeah. Well, quite. We are getting, yeah, it must be a heavy day. We're getting into heavy stuff, but we it's, uh, but yeah, so it, so, but it's a fun episode and it, and yes. it you know, and it, and, yes. it, and it really does poke fun at Marvel. They also did, did you see the clip that they put up online? It was like a teaser. And, and even their teasers are mis, misdirecting you because in this teaser, there is an arm that, that, that showed of, of the final fight. Again, spoiler free, final fight. And in that teaser, there is a big, huge arm that creeps yes. into the corner of the frame of this, what, what people were speculating was a famous character in the MCU. Again, we won't spoil it. Yeah. Um, who, of course, is nowhere to be seen. And and there's, and so I wonder if even that was dropped in to just misdirect the fans and have a bit of fun with fans. Oh, they love doing like, that. Know. They love doing that with their <laughs> teasers, their trailers. They'll have yeah. they'll give you one thing in a trailer and you don't get it in the movie. And then oh yeah, they love yeah. doing that. I've heard in one of these, Patrick Stewart turns up. Shh, don't tell anyone. No. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> More Twitter problems. <laughs> yeah, I could hear the Twitter police coming down there. Yeah, I can hear exactly. That. <laughs> Oh. So yeah, so I no, I I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, you know what? I haven't seen Andor. Oh no, that's out tomorrow, isn't it? Andor, the new Andor's out tomorrow. No, I saw today's. I, I saw it today. Is it today's? Is it Wednesday? Wednesday? Oh, sure, yeah. I'm getting confused. Oh right, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, any okay. good? Without spoiler free, any uh, good? John and I talked about it um, yesterday before we saw it, and um, mm. pretty much nailed it. It's it's a let a slight letdown over last week's, which was a culmination of the, you know, it's the mm. sixth halfway through. It's your three to three to three, uh, isn't it? You'll, you'll more, three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more talk, talky talk, talk, okay. you know, right. but okay. I, I mean, I liked it, but I, I have a feeling people will be like, here we go again, more build up. And, <laughs> um, but I like yeah. it. Oh. I'm, I'm still liking it. So. Yeah, and, I need to. I need to watch it. I'll, I'll hopefully get chance tomorrow. I wouldn't have had chance to see it today yeah, if I wanted to. Yeah, you were busy but I will. Um, I'd forgotten. Yeah, I'd forgotten. I, I thought it was She Hulk today, and then yeah. tomorrow. But it's the other way around. Obviously, yeah. She Hulk's finished she -Hulk's now. But done. Yeah. Uh, okay. Alrighty. Okay. All right. So that's that one then. Um, and then I saw a couple of cinematic movies on last Friday. Okay. Although I didn't have to go to the cinema, I was Ooh. able to watch them in cinema. Yeah. Which was very cool. I was jealous um, of that. 
I, I, you can get them there. You can get them there. You you would have got them the same way I did. Not have at you got, home. got Peacock? No. no I did not got Peacock. Or... I didn't see it on Peacock here. Isn't mm. it here? Yeah. So it's Halloween ends, but of course yeah. I don't know if that's going to be your. I mean, are you would you are you interested in seeing that? I know you like the first one. Yes. I don't My know wife what you thought of the second like, one. Yeah, we we've been to, we were actually going to go to the theater for it, um, mm. and then but if it is on Peacock, we'll watch it. Um, yeah, it's on I Peacock. It, Came I'll out straight away. Check. That's how I saw it. Okay. Yeah, via a via, via a VPN, but I was able to see it, um, oh. and it's you know, I mean, it 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 played beautifully on the big screen. Um, the movie I didn't think much of, and obviously very spoiler free because if you're going to see it, yeah, um, yeah, please. It's a it's a real departure from the other two, mm -hmm. a radical departure um, from the other two, yep. and I'll be curious to see what you make of it again with your very. I, I mean, whatever else you may be with other movies with with horror, you're hypercritical, as I've discovered, malignant dog soldiers. Oh um, my god. <laughs> you don't so have to be hypercritical so... on those. <laughs> <laughs> but this I'll be curious to see what you make of it, because I, I think you're gonna have some issues with this in terms of the story. what they do. And it'll be an interesting discussion yeah. about that when you've seen it. Um but anyway, I'm glad I saw it, and I'm very glad I saw it at home because I if 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 I was gonna enjoy it anywhere, I was gonna enjoy it at home more yeah. than I would have. Again, we've been through the commercial cinema issues with with people talking on phones. Yeah trailers and all that crap and the adverts and stuff that just annoy me before I start. Um, so I was very glad to see it at home and I saw it Friday morning, early doors, you know, able to sit and enjoy it. And I had some significant reservations with it, but that was the way to see it. I mean, mm. you know, you might say it was the delivery system anyway. Um, so, uh, yes, so it was good <laughs> to see it. And, and as much as I, I had issues with it, I think I might like it more next time when it comes out on 4k disc and I see it again, I think I'll I'll enjoy it more. Okay. But still, it's still got some problems. So I'll be curious to see what you make of it. Yeah. Um, Looking forward to it. And then the thing. other one, straight after that, literally, I thought I'd change of pace. I then watched Clerks Three, which again I thought was 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 good. I enjoyed it. Have you seen that yet? I have. That's been seen out it there yet. for a while. I haven't seen. That I don't yet. know. Are you into those? Do you like the other two? I saw or Clerks. Is it I don't. I think I saw Clerks Two. I'm not. I'm. It, I'm not huge. John is a huge Kevin Smith fan. John is a, <laughs> he did like the tweet that I put out about. Oh it, so, my yeah. God. He is a huge, he listens to all his podcasts. He listens mm. to, I mean, listen, Ralph Garman, who's Kevin Smith's mm. buddy. He has a podcast. We yeah. both listen to Hollywood that Babylon, one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. Hollywood Babylon. Um, all of that. He loves that stuff. I like <laughs> Kevin Smith. Um, yeah. I just don't see the, fascination with him mm. uh, and yet he's a fellow east coaster i know shouldn't you no, be no, a i like him i think fan? he's a great guy i think he's super fan i, I think he's super yeah. passionate i think mm. honestly i think he is he's just like me he honestly yeah, just like yeah. me and john and it's like just super passionate i mean he gets mm. all you know emotional about the same oh, things yes. <laughs> i just yes. don't but here's the thing it's like um i would expect I I think he's creative, but I think once you've mm. seen, like I love um, Dogma, love that movie. Mm, yeah, it's um, a great film. I've got the four. I've got the Blu-ray of that actually. Yeah, yeah. I love. Um, what's the other one? Uh, the one he does where chasing where Amy, uh, Jay and Silent Bob. All yep, of that. Yeah. Stuff. So you, I like. Yeah. Those. So you've got Strike Back and then Reboot and yeah. And, uh, I think those yeah, are funny. Uh -huh. I like that. But mm. but at Mall the same, rats. but what's that? Mall rats. Mall rats. Yep. Yeah, because that would have been comics yeah, and all that. But yeah. I'm just not a big fan of like that repetitive, like 
kind of like humor, dumb humor. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, mm-hmm. and it's like, I don't know. It's I mm-hmm. like them, but it's I'm just yeah. not a huge. I fan would of I them. would when you get when you get some time. Bearing in mind, you you know, again, as an emotional thing, when you get time, I would recommend watching Clerks 3. Okay. Only because there is, again, very spoiler-free. I mean, Kevin Smith's put out stuff on Twitter about it as well, so it's not too spoiler The the There is a, a mechanism in the film. I'm very careful how I choose my words, so I don't want don't to spoil it for you. There is a mechanism in the film that deals with how we relate to those who have passed on. No. Oh that that is beautiful oh. and i and it really is it, it's a it's a lovely way in which it's done in a kevin smith way of course yeah and there is a there is a the the, the and that the culmination of that feeds through at the end and the final shot if you're not bawling your eyes out by then then you're not paying attention <laughs> You know me, Steve. I don't get emotional that easily. Well, you you might do one. (laughs) Yeah, this genuinely is. Is there is there is a there is a a deafness of touch of all films. You know, Clerks Three. I mean, but there is a there is a there is a there is a a beauty. There is a kind of a a, hard to say. Other than that, there is a beauty to it that it that that for anyone. I mean, I'll put this up on Twitter. And funny enough, Kevin Smith liked it actually. He he liked the tweet and and the thing. Um, there is a, there is a, yeah, anyone who has lost anybody in the last few years is going to watch that and feel a, 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 an, an instant reaction to it. Okay. And again, that's just, and he's put that up too. He's not, that's not a necessarily a spoiler. And so, it, you know, don't rush to see it if you're not a big fan, although yeah. all of his, you know, Mark Bernardin's in it, Ralph Garman's in it very briefly, but they're in yeah, it, yeah. you know, Ben Affleck's in it, all his usual crew are right. in there. But it 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 has a it it has a, an absolutely beautiful ending, which yeah. will which will you'll be in bits. I mean, I genuinely mean that. Yeah. And it, it it's it's so it's worth it. Don't rush to it if you're not a fan. Yeah. But if you get time and you've got, it's only an hour and a half. They're always short, right. aren't they? Yeah. Um. It is. I, I think you'll be you'll be very moved indeed. I was. I genuinely it hit me like like I was not expecting that at yeah. all. And it's just it's it's lovely and it connects to cinema. And it connects to to pop culture. This yeah. all this stuff, you know, not just in terms of the you know the dick jokes and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's in there too. Yeah, it, it it it's it has it has some poignancy and some beauty at the end. It's it's unexpected, cool. and it, it it's 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 worth seeing. So anyway, yeah, not to okay. bring it down, but you know, so so I would right. recommend that. I I put it this way: having watched it back to back with Halloween ends, Clerks Three <laughs> is the one that I'll be watching again before I do Halloween ends. Put it that way. <laughs> Um, but you know, so so worth worth seeing. Have you seen Tusk? Have you seen? Oh yeah. I say to well, yeah. what did you think of that? Yeah, John and I did a <laughs> podcast on it. We were laughing. You and it, it's what not not a not, not a bright not home one, theater. Not, Br- uh, bright yeah, I was going to say we did it at chat. Oh, we did what did it you at make chat. of it? We I, we had, we thought it was hysterical. We're like we laughed uh, yeah. at it. I mean, which is what mm. it's supposed to be. It was basically it's based off of a podcast of, of a dare yeah, yeah, on a podcast. Yeah, I listened to it. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, we both, he, he sent it to me and we will actually, it, my wife and I actually keep meaning to see yoga hosers. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Either. I haven't seen yeah, it yet, but it's it, like, no. but it's one of those. So I do like that. So I, I, it's funny to say like, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan, but I'm just mm. not in completely enamored with his movies. If that's, I, you know, if mm. I ever met him, I'd want to say that to him, but I want to, because mm. I want to be honest, but at the same time, 
it's like, I, I, I don't want to gush over Cause I would gush over the man. I love what he's accomplished. I love what he's mm. done. It's just not necessarily for me. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I, I think people say far worse to him. I mean, oh, people yeah, say far, no. far worse to him. So I think he'd be, I yeah. think he'd, he'd admire the honesty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause he does engage well. He seems to be a genuinely nice yes. guy and he yes. engages with fans and you never hear a bad word said about him in terms what of. What did I know? You know I he, met he, somebody that met him that actually was the mm. same thing. I think it was in comics. Um, somebody mm. met him and they were like, he's just great. And it was like, it, like, I think he did an opening for their comic for their podcast or something like that. And it was like, he, oh, okay. they just met him. And it's like most, yeah. when you meet people at comic cons and stuff and you say, Hey, can you do an open? I've never done it because I've heard most people don't do it because they don't want yeah, their voice yeah, yeah. associated. He's not like that. Mm -hmm. He's a great guy. He's a normal guy. And that's why I said, mm -hmm. he's a lot like me. Like he just doesn't care. And it's like, he leans mm -hmm. into everything. I think you're right. That's why I could probably say that to him in person. Be like, mm -hmm. I'm oh, a yeah. huge fan of your art, but I love you as an artist. Right. So that yeah. is oh, kind of yeah. what it is. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's, he, from everything I've heard and, um, personal mm. opinions from, I've heard from people that have met him, that he's a fantastic guy. Love to meet him someday. Love to run into him. Mm. But, uh, yeah. He, he was actually, he they did a, they, no, well, they did a UK tour a few years yeah. back and they actually, him and, and Jay Muse did a, uh, did mm -hmm. a, did a thing at, at Bristol university, which is, you know, 20 minutes away. And yeah. I didn't realize until the day after I was like, oh, I was kicking myself because yeah. he's famous for once he's finished, he comes out and says, yeah, hello. Yeah. And I could, would have, and he, you oh, know, yeah. wanders through and I would have quite liked to have had my copy of Dogma and chase the game and more rats all yeah. signed. That would have been quite nice. Um, but yeah, so, so, you know, he, he, yeah, I, and I, I get that. And I think a lot of people really don't like his films. A lot of people don't like them, but, but I yeah. think that it has a heart to it that is well, hard to kind of ignore. I think he's a lot. <laughs> and when I say he's a lot like myself is like, I'm mm. a home theater nerd, right? And I mm. have a podcast mm -hmm. about being a home theater nerd, right? Yeah. He's a movie uh -huh. nerd and he just is makes movies, but he's still a movie nerd at heart, right? So yeah. it's not yeah, like yeah, he's, yeah. he, you know what? He's not all about that Hollywood stuff. It's like, and he leans into exactly, it's just who he is and he does what he mm. wants to. He's not expecting to, you know, be a, billionaire and do he, he knows he's mm. not tom cruise he knows he's not he's not even looking for anything like that he just loves to do what he does and he's doing it. he's yeah, a true he artist so i can he's, appreciate um, that he's uh he's had um uh he would be more like serial at midnight in as much as he he watched when he does his films he edits them on his laptop yeah he doesn't screen them he edits them on his laptop and watches his own movies on his laptop yeah and yet in his bedroom He's got a TV that's 110 inches. Oh, nice. He's got one of those old Panasonic, yeah, 110-inch TV in his bedroom. <laughs> and, nice. you know, when they watch stuff, that's what they do. But generally, he watches his own movies on his laptop. So he Jeez. will say, it doesn't matter where you see them. <laughs> exactly. And it's he's famous not... for taking it to friends' houses and going, do you want to just watch this on my laptop? See what yeah. you think of it? <laughs> oh, jeez. That's great. <laughs> well, there we go. That's great. So, yeah, so I, I, would, I, would, I would, when you get a minute, when you've got nothing else to watch, when it's just Clerks Three or She Hulk again, ah. and you know, go go for Clerks Three, and then, uh, uh, but be ready for the ending. Just be well, uh. not even the ending because it's layered through it. But just be right, ready right, right. for right. genuine sobs. Will do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's the other one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd be curious to see what you make of it. So then the next one, then going back more Halloweeny, okay, because it is October still. Yeah. So I saw a film night before last, which. Yep floored me and i don't know if you've heard of it 
And I've got the thing. We, we can show the box, can't we? We can do, yeah, yeah. do that. I bossed that because this film tweets. Man, yeah. yeah. Man. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You could see the thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could see the light reflecting in it. So, yeah. Okay. What a film. Yeah. Uh, now, I, 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 now what? Go ahead, yeah, please. I, I, I bought it as a blind buy. Someone that I that follows me on Twitter that, 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 that is normally good for this stuff recommended it and said it's worth seeing. And I'm like, okay. And I was I had a gap in my police station tendencies on Sunday, so I nipped to a local shop. You know, I like yeah. how you've adopted shop, by the way. I like how you keep saying that. <laughs> so I won't say store because if you're saying shop, let's stick with shop. <laughs> so I went to a local Blu-ray shop, <laughs> and I saw that, and it was £15, which is so it's about, well – with the issues we were talking about earlier, it's about parity now. It's about fifteen dollars. It's about the same. <laughs> so, um, and uh, and I thought, well, it's a blind buy. If I don't like it, it's fine. It's only in Blu-ray here. It's not out in four K here. Um, so I took it back and I watched it the same night. I thought, I'm in the mood. Let's just give it a go. Um, hard to say what to say about it. I don't want to spoil it either. It is absolutely riveting. In, really? and yeah. I, I mean, it, it, I mean, I put it out on Twitter. I mean, it's fascinating, challenging, riveting, bananas. Yeah. Uh, but what a film! And whilst the ending of that, and again, no spoilers, you'll be like, "What the flying flip?" Um, yeah. At the end of it, um, nevertheless, it is absolutely fantastic. That's the film. So it's really unusual. You guys will love it because it's old English countryside and old English churches and, and villages that you guys will probably think that's what everything in England looks like, which yeah. it doesn't. But it, and it was filmed actually less than an hour away from, again, from here. Cause we you know, in the countryside. You're on an um, island. Isn't everything an hour from you? <laughs> no, it's really not. Well, you <laughs> I, might know. Think so. I know. So I, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Well, where I'm from in New Zealand, you can never be more than 60 miles away from a beach. Right. So that's how thin that island is. Literally, yeah. as far you, you're never more than sixty miles away. So anyway, so so this is it. It's yeah. So a, a very very unique film that I think you're, is going to blow your mind because it's so unusual and weird, but in a good way. But in terms of the home cinema side of it, the home theater side, it could be the best 1080p disc I've ever seen. Really? And you know how you uh, yeah? Well, wow. Now no, you've mentioned before. And and I about and I know I've heard other people mention about how 1080p on certain screens you can't tell the difference between that and 4K. It's the HDR that would be the difference. Mm -hmm. This, for the first time, I would say actually I think that's probably right in terms of the four. But but what I mean is that the the detail levels are right. so strong in this film that it would be hard to distinguish it between that and 4K other than the HDR. And, and, I, and I believe generally I can see a difference. But in this, I, I mean, I, it is stunningly good. Yeah. The images you um, put up were that, that I bought it. Uh, I'd say, yeah. unfortunately, on Kaleidoscape, it's 4K with Atmos. So yeah, well, I, quite. Oh, I grabbed yeah. it. Wow. And um, just off of your images, your comments, mm. I was like, wow. I'm like, I got to check this out. And my, my wife and I are probably going to watch it this weekend. Um, I mean, it's weird. It, yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's odd, but if you can, if you can sit down and engage phones off and just, yeah, just let it wash over you as we've talked about before, it is very odd indeed, but so well done. And and it looks stunning. I mean, I w I'd be pleased if you see it, let me know next week or, or text I'll, me or I'll tweet it out. You know, right away. Yeah. I, Cause I want to know what the HDR does for it because I think, I mean, it's as amazing as it looks. The HDR on this could be transformative. It looks like it's been shot 
with HDR and 4K in mind. It, and Alex Garland did it. So of course he's a he's a he's an auteur anyway with the um, with Ex Machina and, and movies like that and Annihilation. And so this, and it looks as though it's been shot with this eye to um, HDR and 4K. There are you know you've got light sources in the background and then darkness in the foreground, and you've got you know big sky vistas in the background, but then greenery in the in the foreground and the the, the play yeah. and interchangeable of the light. And there's a sequence in a tunnel where you've got light at one end and pitch black in the foreground. Yeah. And that will look stunning in, in HDR because it looked incredible in 1080p. I mean, I, I, those photos I grabbed, I could have probably grabbed another 50 of those and it's, and, and still not given it away, mm. but you know, I wanted to watch the film and not just be taking photos right. all the way through it. <laughs> but it, but I, I mean, I, I really want to know what you think of it. I'm, I'm yeah. so curious. It, it's coming out in Germany apparently, or somewhere in Europe in 4k HDR, so when it does, I'll I'll pick that yeah. up straight away. I think it's, it's got to be just, coming somewhere because it, we ha if it's on Kaleidoscape, yeah. it's somewhere that somebody has it in 4K. It's been released in 4K with an Atmos track, yeah. so somebody's yeah, getting uh, it. We don't have it yet either. We just have the Blu-ray. No, do you do so, you have the Blu-ray there? Is that actually out over there as well? Because that uh, I didn't know. So yes, uh, let me double, okay. Let me double check. Uh, yeah, men, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, men on Blu-ray. It, it men on Blu-ray in dts 51 uh let yeah. me see is. is it here see. Mm. i mean nope. it's a british film it's still quite new here so nope and we don't have it in 4k over here yet either no so, no, so. no 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 i mean it may be that it'll get a it'll get a uh it might actually get a theatrical release there before it does it i mean it's one of those it's an art film really yeah um albeit with some you know fairly i mean it's it's an art film but shot like a big budget blockbuster because yeah. the cameras they've used on this just must be six or eight K well, they, they have to be because you just don't get this kind of level of three dimensionality at times. It looks like a, looks like a, a BBC documentary. It looks like a planet earth at times, you know, and there are long lingering shots of apple trees and, and, yeah. and fields and, and it, I, I mean, you'll be blown away. You, you know, it's like looking through a window quite literally. It's oh, really I'm good. Looking forward to and it. it is a bit, it, it, there is some gore in it. I mean, I don't know how Jen is with gore, but no, she's fine. There is, yeah, oh, cool. So there is a bit of gore in it. But but also, I mean, what I want to do when you've seen it, I then want to talk to you endlessly about what it's actually saying, because That's it's a, a film that you yeah. could. It's a pub film. It's a film you go to the pub afterwards and talk about it for ten hours, and yeah. no one will necessarily agree with what the film is saying and right. showing and and doing, um, especially the ending. Um, so I, I, it's one of those where that All could right. be a good green room conversation. That'll be fun. It's, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I talked to it the next morning with a friend of mine trying to explain it to him. And as I was explaining, he's like, mm, yeah, no, I think that's something else. And we were, we, you know, again, we were it's just fun. talking about it on the way. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. So that's why, yeah, like, so I, John and I were talking about predestination and you're like, it's yeah, the same idea. Same it's same. like, you see that. Yeah. And it's like, when it's over, you're like, I think you, the difference is, I think everybody agrees at the end of that. They don't know. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> hell? How did you, it's, it, I mean, John and I didn't disagree. We were just like, you just want to talk to somebody about it. And that's what yeah. kind of, you said that in your tweet as well about men, that like, mm. this is a great conversation piece. And mm. that had me intrigued too. So it's awesome. got, it's got, I mean, it'll, and it will feed into our conversation about invisible man as well in terms of domestic Ooh, violence nice. and, okay. 
and the the the, the nice, victims yeah, of it. it and yeah. The, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. The, the, about, we love that stuff. <laughs> yeah, we have We need to get our sort of tank tops on. We're going to talk about things like that. You know, white ones, wife beaters, isn't it? Yeah, you guys the string ones. I love. Yeah. I love that phrase. No one uses that here. This, just very quickly wife while beater. we're talking about that, no one uses that phrase here. When I was in America, when I was in Boston, '98. All summer long, I had some, what we call them, vests, okay? You guys would call them, yeah, as I turned out, wife beaters or tank tops, isn't it? Tank, tank tops, tops, yeah. Proper, I, I try yeah, not to say that. That's something else here. Yeah. It's, it's entirely different here. You know, tank top means something else here. So, <laughs> when I, so when I had this on, I had a white one as well, you know, and, and, I, and there's me thinking, oh, it's Bruce Willis, isn't it? It's Die Hard. How cool is that? Yeah. And someone within a couple of days said, why have you got your wife beater on? And I'm like, you what? I said, your wife beater. So what are you talking about? Yeah. And they said, this, this. And I, oh, okay. Yeah, I, just like I won't no even wear a white phrase here. I won't even no, wear a white one because of that stereotype. <laughs> I have like I have the exact same tank tops to wear like under a shirt or something. Like I'll wear it mm. um yeah. if I need to. But it's either blue or black or gray. I won't yeah. wear a white one because <laughs> of that. Just because yeah. of and it's like I just like I don't even like <laughs> the term. I don't like to say I'm like, that's just awful. Like that's like yeah how you get that it's like oh, but, excuse me but yeah anyway, hey. yeah so it's um but it 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 so as i say there was a there was a there was a yeah the 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 the, per, the main person again it's in the trailer it's not a not a spoiler is is the victim of domestic violence okay and how she then relates to the world and and what she experiences whether it's real or not or don't know we'll talk about that after um is is filtered through that lens oh. and it's it's it is yeah. what's perception and what's reality type thing oh uh, yeah yeah okay. I, I mean uh, uh, i love that stuff as yeah. i said i i you know i can't do but predestination hmm, i think was that the one i told you about hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna tease you about that till kingdom uh, come. there's just, no getting yeah, away <laughs> everybody should that was a good one that was again but uh yes yes i said did you hear did you hear me talk to, to john about that and then like oh, to, to john see? Yes, John. Not was Steve. it Andrew? Was it Brock? Right, was right, it yeah. uh, John Brock? Uh, I brocked it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's, it was so funny because I was like, oh, I was like, oh, all right, I have Steve here or whatever his name is. But yeah, <laughs> that was funny. He was great. It was great. But uh, yeah, so that's men. So I, that one I recommend to everybody. I mean, I, I awesome. want to. That's yeah. one where you could set up a, a group chat about that and talk about that yeah. forever. <laughs> that could be a thread and, in and the green room. It, yeah, yeah. good. Well, I, I I looked up some interviews afterwards because Rory Kinnear is the is the, one of the main characters in it, and he's got one theory which I'm not sure I agree with. The director's got another theory, and of course, it's his that it's he wrote <laughs> it and directed it. Um, the the the, the female lead more in than it, a theory. Uh, Jesse Buckley's got another theory as to what it means. Oh, wow. And it, so this is the beauty of it. So there's so much discussion to have. Oh, yeah. And yet it's still, it's not weird for weird's sake. Sometimes right. you see a film and you're thinking, well, it's just deliberately being obtuse. It's trying to be, it's trying to be clever. This film isn't trying to do that. It's still trying to give you a creepy experience. It's trying to unnerve you. Yeah. But it's also open to lots of discussion. Cool. So, yeah. So I recommend that to everyone. And John, you know, when he listens to this, because I know he does and fair play to him, um, you know, Get it, listen, watch it. Let's all talk about it because yeah. I need I need someone else who's seen it to be able to just go. There we go. What yeah. did you think? <laughs> exactly. All right. And everybody else as well. So so yeah, that'll be great. Um, and then right. So that and then so uh, in terms of stuff this week, I finally got that. <laughs> nice, nice. That's, that's thanks to you yep. guys. Uh, I, thank I would you. Not yes. Norm, 
Yeah, Hans, so Hans Zimmer, Zimmer live in Prague. Yeah, 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 yeah. So finally got it. I, I, it's not the kind of thing I'd normally buy. I, I, because right. I'm like you. I, like you, I know you've said before. You don't normally sit and listen to music. Right. And I'm the same. I, 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 exactly with you. The time I listen to music or podcasts is when I'm moving, mm. when I'm mowing the lawns, when I'm washing the car, when I'm driving here, there, and everywhere, or I'm walking, you know, to the shop, <laughs> mm. um, not the store. Uh, and uh, so when I'm doing that, then then I'd listen to music. That's how I listen to it. So the idea right. of sitting down for a concert is quite well. It's very unusual for me. For me, yeah. So I sort of held off a bit. But over the weekend, and again, I listened to your podcast on it, the one you guys did about it, and thought, Do you know, what? I love the films, and yeah. you know, it sounds very interesting. So that that arrived yesterday. So haven't given that chance to have a watch yet. Oh. Um, we'll talk about that next week because you're gonna. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's something <laughs> that you wouldn't expect that you that you're just gonna be like. You can't. It, you get Shawshanked. Mm. You can't not. Yeah. You can't walk away. You're like, ah, oh, let me just try this one. Next thing you know, you're like, oh my god, and you can't wait for the next one. Oh. Then he tells little stories about them too, and it's like, oh right, it, it's, okay. It, in between it, each piece, piece. Mm. But um, that's one of the the movies that. Um, or one of the um, discs that um, I I really attribute to bringing you guys on, bringing John in, bringing you in, because that's one that listeners, and uh, I want to say it was WV Brew might have mentioned it to me. If it wasn't him, who knows? <laughs> Don't do that again. John Brock. Don't go I there don't again. <laughs> uh, no, this was before John Brock was listening, so. I don't know. It was a while ago, but it has come up on the podcast in the past. But mm. the thing, and I did see it and I did mention it. I just said, yeah, that was really good. But it was because I was doing all my other things. It was like, how do I get back to that? But it takes mm. a different, you know, each of us has a different view. Each of us has different tastes and it bringing them in. And that's what exposes you to you sitting down and watching a concert. Right. And it's mm. not just what I'm seeing and hearing each week now. It's everybody. Mm. And it's it's easier for us to talk about. Obviously, the podcasts are getting longer. But it, it's, there's a lot more content out there than just what I'm viewing. And I'm, I'm, mm. that one had been brought up a few times on the podcast by listeners. Mm. But because you're just focused on what my mind sees and hears, it mm. didn't really get fleshed out. And because John comes on and he watched it, I was like, oh yeah. And I had already had it. I already had it on Kaleidoscape because I knew <laughs> it was great. But again, it's not like I sit down here each week and don't have anything to talk about, but it just mm. didn't come up. Right. So yeah. that's, yeah, it's, yeah. this is, it's just great. It's great. Yeah. So, so there was that one. So I've got that to watch. And then the other one I had, I mean, I, well, I had super pets arrive today from the state so that's the league of super pets which yeah and again you're not really into the animated stuff are you i, I love the animated your... stuff yeah, that's right that stuff yeah yeah okay i love buy the animated it, stuff yes if if okay. the movie deserves it like if it's a mm. good movie and i, I i'm mm. waiting to hear on that it's actually on um it's good it is a good film it is, is a good movie is i've it seen good? it yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It. i haven't seen it. the disc yeah um, i haven't seen the disc but i saw the film i funny enough i saw it in spain when we were okay. over there, I saw it there, and I and I, I, in a, not on the iPad. I hasten to add, 
but on a <laughs> but but only on a 32 inch tv so not that different right yeah um, but it was, but the film is hilarious it's really yeah quite stuck them together yeah. put four together like that Horrible. sony trinitron yeah, yeah. the, yeah. the 200 inch thing you know just yeah. a load of ipads um it's um and i i really enjoyed it it's really fun and as a comic guy which you are mm. then you know you'll i think you'll really get a kick out of it there's, there's yeah, there are both deep cuts and kind of stuff yeah so i really enjoyed that so that so i'm looking forward to watching that in 4k ralph Ralph Potts did a review and I think he was pleasantly surprised yes. at the presentation. Yep. Um, so I'm looking forward to that again, but what I have watched, uh, well, I finished it off tonight, watched a little bit of it yesterday was the bad guys talking about animation. Um, I don't know if you've seen that. That is very fun. Um, and worth seeing if you haven't seen it. Yeah. It's, uh, What's that um, one? that's, oh, I haven't, you know, I haven't got it. It's got Sam Rockwell. It's, um, where you've got the, the big bad wolves, a spider, a piranha, a snake and a shark. And they're all worked together at, at doing a heist and they decide one day to be good. So they won't okay. be the bad guys. They'll be the good guys. It's a DreamWorks animation. Oh, it's okay. only 2022. It's a new film. It's not been out long. And I imported it from the States because again, it's 4k over yeah. there. It's not here. It's worth it. Now the animation on that's beautiful. It's really done in a, in a stylized way. And it's basically an animated oceans 11. And yeah. you've even got the snake wears the, you know, Carl Reiner's hat in oceans 11. Yeah, He's yeah, got yeah, the yeah. cream hat and the red shirt. The snake wears that for most of the film. And you've got, <laughs> and they even talk about clooning people, you yeah. know, and that kind of thing. So it's, it's well worth seeing. Give it a rent, you know, yeah. but it, it, it was, it's really fun. And, and that one, just, I mean, I wasn't going to bring that up because, I again, animation is not normally something we talk about. But um, the Atmos track on that is really nice, really, really good. Loads of overhead effects, nice. lots of panning, yeah. some decent bass. Um, you know, there's quite a nice little sequence where they, they've got like a, you know, like the bat, the bat, um, the, the the sort of the bat line, you know, when, when Batman fires the gun up oh, and yeah, he goes yeah, up yeah. On, the, on the rapper line. Well, there's quite a fun little bit where the, the wolf does that. And you hear, and as the as the the, the bat the, the the cable and the the gatling uh, grappling hook goes up into the air, yeah. it pulls his trousers, his pants off as it goes up, <laughs> and as it does it, you can hear it go up the screen and up and over the the roof, and you just hear a very slight noise right up in the ceiling, yeah. right up in the distance nice. of this thing just just sort of stopping in the in the ce- in the ceiling, <laughs> and it's a really cool effect, yeah. and it's and it's like wow, this is Atmos trying to push the roof off. Yeah, you know, so so it, it it's a really cool, fun thing. So you can rent that. It's called the Bad Guys. Yep. It, if you type that into Kaleidoscape, it'll come up because it's still new. Yeah. And it's uh, it is worth 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 a watch. I think you'll like that. It is fun. Um. So yeah, so we did that. Um. And then the last one. Well, I've had the Halloween box set arrive. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys did anything on that. That's that one there. That's oh the, yeah. The the, yep. the thing was you got the box set, which was yeah. That's the the most recent. That's the second Halloween set after last year's one. Um, and then we've got the, the naked gun movies as well, which was the random one, which arrived. Yeah, I saw, you saw that you, you had that drop in. Yep. That's from Norway. (laughs) Really? I had to put, yeah, yeah. It was 17 pounds from Norway for all three of them, or it was about 27 pounds. And again, pretty much parity with the dollar to buy it here. So I imported it for 10 pounds cheaper. Very strange. Yeah. Um, but that's all right. I've only watched the first one and that, I don't know. Have you got those? Is that something you're interested in? Is, oh, I love Naked, kind of... I love the Naked Gun movies. Uh, yeah. I don't have them. Uh, I own them probably on DVD, maybe on Blu-ray. Mm. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I'm not sure. The, A lot the of Blu-ray those, on like, this. Yeah. Yeah. The first, the first one in particular is really nice. 
Yeah, it's not. You're not going to be like, oh wow, I'm going to demo my system with that. But it looks <laughs> really good, um, and it's and he's held up well. I, I Bill Hunt reviewed them a while back. In fact, it was this set that he reviewed, and he talked on the digital bits, and he he mentioned that the first one's really good, and the second, the, the other two are image wise not quite as good, but not bad. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm very impressed with the first one. Um, so yeah, worth uh, worth a watch. Um, yeah, and that's about it for my lot for this week. I think that's that's enough to be getting Shoot. on with. I think. Do, do we <laughs> want to busy week? Yeah, we want to talk about world hunger. Is there anything else? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Any other things we need to week. put put to face? Yeah, this, <laughs> we we went on some weird tracks today, but that's all right. That's all good. It's it is it is it is. It's just nice to talk about frivolous stuff. As frivolous it sandbox yeah. of life. Yeah, well, quite. It, it's always it. good to do. And but there's no sand in your <laughs> area. You cleanliness. No, we don't, next to godliness yeah, with you. Jeez. Just no, well, well, obviously, yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's all got to be spotless. Car, there we go. office, house. Yeah, other office. You know, cinema room. All spotless. It's got to be. Oh. I can't stand it. Do you have anywhere <laughs> that you allow to be dirty? No, 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 no. Yeah. no you're like, can't you're stand like it. me. Yeah, yeah I, it, I, 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 I get, I get a. Right. So, and again, I don't think it's OCD because with OCD, as I understand it, here we go. Let's get psychological now. Right? I so know. Hey, with o- we're not yeah, world yeah. hunger. No, we'll go this route. That's it. <laughs> go the other way. As I understand it, OCD is someone who thinks that something bad will happen if they don't do X, Y, Z. Right? Right. Whereas I'm not like that. I, I just like things to be in a, in a special place and tidy because that may, helps my mind to stay uncluttered. I find if I'm surrounded by mess, my mind is messy. Correct. <laughs> I, I, I am a hundred percent with nonsense. you. I'm a hundred percent with <laughs> yeah. you. It's like, yeah. um, but it is true though. I do the same thing at work. It's like, mm. uh, I've worked with guys, trained guys. I've worked with guys and it's like, why I always put my stuff, my tools down in the exact same spot. Regard, like say I'm working on six cars around me, but I go yeah. the furthest car away. I'll go and sand, use my sander to sand the damage, mm. sand the bumper. And I walk back to my truck and put my sander exactly where it is. Why do you, people are like, why do you do that? I go, because I always know where it is. So yep. it's, you're quicker yeah. when you know where it is. And they're like, ah, and I've had guys train me. And I'm like, but guys will be like, I lost my, I'll, I spent more time driving around, giving guys sanders, giving guys tools because they'll be working on a rear bumper. They'll pop the trunk and they'll set it down inside the, they'll lose paper, rolls of paper, towels, sanders, tools, guns not not guns (coughs) spray guns they'll lose these things because they set them down and they forget where they set them Mm. but it's like it's the same thing clutter is if you have no clutter you're just when my son works with me he knows where i put everything now i'm like what is why isn't this and it's literally still on the um tailgate of my truck which i'm working out of it's there it's just not in the exact spot i always leave it in so like when I go over there, I'll have a bunch of tools. I'm like, where's my city? Dad, it's right there. That's not the spot. It's so funny. So <laughs> I, 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 I can yeah, appreciate I, your mind. Yeah. I never, I never lose my keys because they're always in the same place. Same I never here. lose my phone because where, whichever room I'm in, yep. it's always in the same place. And if it's I not, ne- you, all you got to do is track back. Where would I have put it down differently? <laughs> Boom. Found it. Well, right. Quite. Well, when I walk That's into my I office, it, it If I walk into my, we've got an open plan office now at the firm that I work at and no one else, not a single other soul in the building has my level of, not even close. 
So they just put whatever's there. I mean, my boss, his his office looks like a bomb has hit it. In fact, the bomb would probably clean it up. But their bit. minds understand uh, it. That's yeah, the it's irony. Quite, yeah, of it's it. where they, they want it to be. It. Yeah, that's absolutely. Exactly. That, that's that clutter to them. Yeah. The, the clutter to them is comfort. Right. It's a, it, they like that. Whereas to me, tidiness is the, is the comfort right. to them. It's the, it's the disheveledness nature of it makes them feel, well, it's all here. It's all fine. But I, I honestly, you could walk in there tomorrow and you'd know which desk is mine. Right. One, one, mine's got the Red Sox baseball on it from 98 again. Um, and, a, and it's got one of the, you know, the foam fingers, you know, the Boston yep. Red Sox foam fingers. Yeah. Other than that, it is spotless. <laughs> and every time I go in, every day I go in, I don't, I don't have to go in every day anymore. But when I do, first thing I do is dust it. <laughs> and people look at me as if I'm crazy. They yeah, really do. I do. That's how <laughs> I keep my truck. That's how I keep everybody like this thing. I have 220,000 miles on it. And they're like, how does this thing always looks? Like? This is what I live in. This is what I do. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, it's got to so. be done. <laughs> All right, but well, there we go. <laughs> wow, what a week, Steve! Next week we're going to talk home theater. <laughs> oh yeah, good. That, that's a great idea. Let's. Well, do we that. try that subject. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, all it's right. all good fun. It's just nice to chat and just isn't just it? While yeah. away the you needed it day. today after oh, after that you. day. Okay. So. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. No uh, worries. We'll be back next. I'm sure we forgot something too, but we'll be back next week. Oh, right. <laughs> we'll do. Cheers, DJ. Take steady, mate. And we're back. Whew. What a trip. I know. <laughs> it always is. What a trip. It's always worth the time and effort to go over there and see Steve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Had a little storm on the way back, you know. Yeah. <laughs> over, the turbulence. Mid, over the mid-Atlantic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, these fun podcasting puns. So yeah. much fun. All right. You ready to get to uh, 4K releases for this week? Yeah. All right. What do we got? Whoo! This is a big one. Uh, kind of excited for this week's, this first one, too. I haven't seen this. Not sure how it's going to translate in 4K. But it is a movie I really loved. Um, Usual Suspects. Yeah. That's that's problematic. Why? <laughs> you know, uh, that's one of my favorite movies. But yeah. it's also a, a Kevin Spacey movie. <laughs> ah. that's, that's problematic. Yeah. So. If we knew everything about everybody, we'd have problems with everything. I know. <laughs> I, I love that movie. Yeah. I, I, I really like it a lot. I mean, it's not a necessarily a huge 4K movie. Like That's what I mean. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll look great and it'll sound great. But yeah. it's not like a Top Gun Maverick or anything. Um, no, <laughs> but although it does have but, a jet um, scene in it, it does when he lands. This yeah. this movie here was one of the first movies um, I watched with the audio commentary back oh, really? on Laserdisc. Yeah, and that's when I think it's Brian Singer that does it. Um, and there's a scene when they come into LA, when they, you know, when they have to, where do they start this in New York or something? And they had to go to LA and they show the jet. I've talked about this in the past, but they show the jet coming in and you see it coming in to the, to land and it's coming at you, coming at you. And then the camera goes to it as it's touching down. Now you're behind it. And he's like, look at it. He goes four inches, four inches. Now it's got two. Right. So when it flips this, when it flips from the behind, it's like it lost. It's only a a two engine jet. Oh wow! 
But you don't know, and it's like it, you right. would never notice that. And it was one of those little things, but there's a ton of stuff in it. I'm sure that I'm sure they'll have that audio commentary on here. But that I remember right. watching this and listening to it because it is one of those movies where there's so many little things going on throughout the movie that are clues for the oh, end yeah. of the movie. So watching it with the audio commentary, you get even more. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it is a great movie. I mean. It is. It it really is a good movie. Yeah. But um and this you know, from nineteen ninety five and oh, and by the way, all these four K release releases are coming out next Tuesday, October twenty fifth. So looking yeah. forward to that. Uh another one, nineteen eighty, Michael Caine, Angie Dickinson. Dressed to Kill. Oh. You don't remember yeah. this? I, a I, Brian I, De Palma film. Yeah. Yeah. That one I didn't know it based on those two people. Oh come on! <laughs> well, if you see it on YouTube and the, the legs yeah. and the nylon, yeah, come on. We were ten yeah. when this came out. Yeah. And Good movie. I remember those yeah. posters. Yeah, me too. Ugh. I think I wanted to go see the Rescuers just so I could see this poster at the theater. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, all right. <laughs> Moving right along. Nope comes out. Uh, uh, next week also coming out with, uh, box sets, uh, or I, it's nope. Regular collector's edition. There's a regular edition. Uh, there's a steel book coming out, but I have the collector's edition up there right now. So, uh, I haven't this, seen it. I haven't seen it either. I have it on Kaleidoscape. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but I think I might take that in next week. Um, it's gotten good reviews home theater wise too. Yeah, uh, Ralph Potts it, it, really honestly, liked it, it. it didn't really grab me, you know. The trailer the theater, like, was when uh, it was in the theaters. Yeah, uh, I saw. I, mean, I liked Get Out. Um, yeah, I love Get Out. You know, yeah. but this one didn't seem that interesting to me. But I've heard, like you said, I've heard good things about yeah. it. Yeah, um, the trailer to me, I saw the trailer so many times. Going to see Top Gun, going to see yeah. Jurassic World, Dominion, everything, yeah. Elvis. It was in. But every time I saw it, it was a different trip. One of them, it looked like it was a comedy. I didn't know right. which way we were going with it. So it didn't really grab me. And then I heard some reviews on it. I was like, oh, okay, that sounds pretty good. I'll, I'll check that out in the theater. And now I'm seeing that it, it you know, it has a good home theater presence too. So uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 from 1986. That is coming out next week as well. Um not sure i'll pick that one up but for all the horror yeah. fans out there um columbia classics i'm spitting everywhere off of that one that this one here it's a columbia classics volume three is coming out with it's got uh let's see it happened one night from here to eternity from here to eternity to Sir with Love, The Last Picture Show, Annie, As Good As It Gets, all in 4K, Ultra HD. This is the big classic, you know, collections. Yeah. I bought the first two. I don't think I'll be picking this one up. I think uh, probably just wait, probably grab. I don't know what I would grab out of that, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I think maybe As Good As It Gets, maybe. Uh, but other than that, yeah. Uh, Last Duel. In 4K from 1973, collector's edition. Jack Nicholson. Have you ever heard of this? No, it's not what I thought. I was something oh. else came to my mind. When, there's another movie called The Last Duel, I believe. That's not that. Last <laughs> Detail. I'm sorry, not Duel. Oh. Last Detail. Okay. Did I say Duel? 
I meant you detail. said duel. Yeah, I was thinking okay. that's a more recent movie. No, 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 no. Yeah, that. Yeah, I know, huh? That's probably why I said that. Sorry about that. It's yeah. the last detail. Um, I've never heard of it. Yeah, Jack Nick. Like I said, from 1973, Jack Nicholson, and uh, he's like got no shirt on and like an old Popeye the Sailor Man hat on. Oh, okay. So that's on. It's on the cover. I've never heard of it. Uh, no. And you know what's funny is I used to when we first started doing these, if I hadn't heard of it, I didn't include it. But then I was like, ah, whatever. And I get more comments from people like, no, that's great. So it's good. I'm just doing all of it. It's good to do that. Yeah. Because people have seen it and and like it. Whether it was good or not. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Uh, Here's another one I hadn't seen from 1980. The Changeling in 4K. A Peter Medic film. Medic. Never haven't heard of that. Looks like a horror, obviously. Um, not obviously, but it's October, so kind of get yeah, that. A lot of horror. Uh, another one here. Uh, the Werewolf versus the Vampire Woman, 4K from 1971. Okay, for the yeah. horror fans, children shouldn't play with dead things. Good words to live by, but yeah, yep, yeah, good. good. <laughs> Life, yeah, exactly. From 1973, that's getting a 50th anniversary edition. Nice, oh. hadn't heard of it. And nope. then this last one looks a little bit more modern, but it actually isn't. It's from 1970. Quiet Days in Clitchy. It's getting a 4K release. Okay. Uh, this actually, if you go to YouTube, John, the cover of this box actually looks like something we did in college, probably okay. through in college, I should say. Woo. I would say I did a lot in college. Yeah, but... <laughs> well, if you see what this cover is, you'd be like, whoa, what would you guys into? I met right. Drew because it's in charcoal and it's like okay. a, a woman laying with a couple of people. <laughs> oh, okay. Good thing I clarified. <laughs> Woo. Yes, yes. <laughs> you did. DJ and John did what in college? No, it's uh, yeah, it kind of, it's, but it, it totally looks like um, something we drew in figure class with, right. with uh, charcoal and, you know. <laughs> I could go elsewhere if we were in the green room, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Henry it's Miller's PG. Quiet Days in Clitchy. So, <laughs> yeah, never heard of it. Yeah, I kind of stepped in it there, uh, and and that's it. So let's get out of here. Let's drop the curtain yeah. on this one. <laughs> that was yeah. funny. I don't, Whoops. <laughs> probably pick up Nope and Usual Suspects, but yeah, yeah, and um. I'd like to hear about Dress to Kill. I'll be interested to see what Mike says about it from uh, yeah. Michael Scott and uh, Ralph. Uh, yeah, I think that's enough. We can move on from here. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's move on to our real HT experiences. Get that projector powered up here. Using all the P words. Where's the power? Projector power, yeah. There it is. Some good alliteration. Yeah. Projector powered up. All right. Projector. (laughs) Let me find my, what we got here. What do you want to talk? Oh, so we'll do the uh, title, title of the show, Untouchables. Go with that direction. That was was a good one. I got some, got some notes on that. It's a good one. So we'll save that one for last. Um, What do you want to hit with first? Um, Rings of Power. Yeah, let's do, um, do that. And then the new Netflix show we'll save for a second to last since we've, I watched a little okay. of it. Did you finish that? I did. Okay, cool. All right, so let's do uh, let's do um, Rings of Power. Then. Rings of Power episode eight, um, which was the 
season finale of that. Yep, there um, it is. Um, I mean, I just I gave the whole episode three boxes of popcorn. I like, noticed it, you're it giving out just, boxes of popcorn and everything. It was just here. A, a home theater treat, like from start to finish. Ooh. It was well, John. Awesome. Let's bring this to the YouTube <laughs> channel too. We have three boxes of popcorn up there for Rings of Power. I just put the three awesome. boxes of popcorn up there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. I mean, I mean that's the extent of my note. I didn't take specific notes. I was too busy watching the show. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it visual. I mean, it looked awesome. It sounded awesome. Like I was blown away by the sound through the almost the entire episode. You know, I mean, I'm sure it had a few quiet moments, but yeah, it felt like it was engaged from start to finish. It's you know? a it's a great series that I, yeah. I really I'm hoping we get in 4K on disc. I hope so. Uh, I hope I hope we do. Fingers crossed. I'm encouraged because, because Jack of Ryan. Um, Jack Ryan yeah. um, coming to disc. Hopefully that'll bring this to disc as well. Um, it it deserves it. Yeah. I, I know it gets a lot. I mean, I I can't help but look at comments on <laughs> Facebook posts and stuff. But you know, of course, Amazon is is promoting the final episode and trying to get people to watch it. Right, and then every one of them has eleven hundred comments of just people just bashing the crap out of it, and it's like you know. So, first of all, if you don't like it, just move on. Like, move on. Do you really feel the need to have to put your yeah. comments in writing? But I, I don't know what people want. <laughs> like, I, I really don't. I know, um, and that's why I don't, I, I don't read that stuff. And I know, like, I just can't help it. I know I can't you can't, myself. but John, let me, let me try to look at it this way. If you had a friend that just say kept saying like bad stuff, negative stuff, oh, I wouldn't talk to him anymore. <laughs> right. So why do you keep going back to this friend that social I media thing? It's like. You know, it's like, it's like, you're it's just like a car wreck, man. I, can't I know. It. I'm like, I just don't go. I get, where do I get all my negativity from you? I have me. that friend <laughs> and yeah. it's not you. It's you bringing it to me. Like DJ, I know you right. work really hard to avoid it, but let me give you a shovel let me, full. Let me give it to you. Yeah. But... No. And uh, to be fair, that is, I'm just joking with you. I see it and stuff. I just scan past it. I don't pay attention to it. And it's yeah. like, you can't help it. Um, yeah, it is mean, there. I mean, That's why we founded there, the podcast, but, but it's, right. you know, the whole bright side thing. And it's like, look, if you don't like it, move on. I don't, you know how much crap I don't like in life? And I don't, I don't go to their yeah, websites and go, right, you just why do people play it. the piano so much? Right. <laughs> if I don't like something, you just, I just, you really just don't hear about it. I mean, unless somebody asks me in my opinion of it and then I'll, correct. you know, I'll, I'll talk about it, but I don't go out of my way to post right my negative comments on I know. on things you know but yeah. it's just like yes or no is it like a hundred percent faithful adaptation of the writings of J.R.R. tolkien no it's not no but but who cares like if you want that it's there you can go read it right like if you want that story that he wrote go read it this is an adaptation of his work. It, it was never touted anywhere. Like the top of the banner, it doesn't say a hundred percent faithful recreation of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> of Tolkien. Exactly. I mean, the, the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings weren't 
100% faithful no. recreations. If they were, we'd have Tom Bombadil throughout these stories. Yeah. We wouldn't have 12 hours worth of I forgot Hobbit about movies. him. Yeah. You know, I mean, these are all adaptations of things. Yeah. Um, and I, like I said, I don't know what you wanted from this series that it didn't deliver. <laughs> like, I, I thought yeah. it was great. Um, it was just my humble opinion as a home theater experience. I thought, like you said, it brought a lot. It had, like we talked about last week where we had the going from all that red and then going right into that, the greens of that forest and everything. And this one, same thing this week that, yeah, I just, the story, I I can't wait for the next season. I can't wait. I mean, it, it was just so much fun. And then it, it got me, I finished I'll I'll talk about well I could talk about it here but I finished the Hobbit, which right. I told you I was doing and I kind of got you know Shawshanked as as John and I talked about in the in yeah. that podcast Shawshanked, um, by Jack Ryan. But at the same time, it's like when I went back to the Hobbit, especially going from this, as good as this looks, and it does. These look great. This and the same with House of the Dragon, and you're like they look so good. But when you go back to that physical media and you pop that yeah, in and you'd be like, yeah, yeah there's a, di-. it's just, you need to let it wash over you and, and take in so much streaming that because we had so much, we were, we were blessed with rings of power every week and house of the dragon every week. And you're, you can't wait for this content and you just, Oh, and Andor, and it's like, you're just enjoying it. Then you pop in a physical disc of something, especially where it's like the Hobbit, which is so closely related to this. That you're like, oh, wow, look at that clarity. And it's it really is like a stunning difference between the two, as right. good as streaming does look. But it's like when you when you take in so much in a row and then jump back to that physical, you're like, wow. Um, yeah. And it, 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 it does. And I'm enjoying The Hobbit so much compared to what I, when I first experienced it. And part of it is yeah. that. It's just the you know, HT drool just sitting there going, this is beautiful. This, this sounds awesome. amazing. And it, and it really does. So, um, if for nothing else, I hope the rings of power, I mean, I'm thinking of finishing going through the next two Hobbit movies. I will go through the next two Hobbit movies and then I should be all primed and ready to go and redo Lord of the Rings over again during Christmas vacation. Like I always did. And I've just yeah. finished them. To me, that's how good Rings of Power was, both story-wise and home theater-wise, that it makes you just want to get stay in that world, right? And God knows there's enough content already well, there's there. To keep you there for a little while. Yeah, yeah exactly. So Yeah, like I said, th- those movies are my Christmas break movies, so yeah. I'll definitely be revisiting them again after the holidays because, like we always, like I mentioned, we take off the week between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Um, Last couple of years, we've been watching those Lord of the yeah. Rings and Hobbit movies. Take one a day, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So I'm I I'm gonna probably do Lord of the Rings again this year. Just even though I just finished them, but they're although that now good. we don't have a New Year's Day Cobra Kai to watch. I know we're gonna have to come <laughs> um, up with something else. We'll find something else. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Let's hit up. Uh, let's hit up Andor. All right. Uh. Andor episode six this week is as yep. this is coming out. Obviously, seven is already out. We're always a week behind. Uh, 
I don't know what Steve and I said, because by the time Steve and I talk, it'll probably seven. Will will have a couple of comments on it. So that's kind of neat. But um, right. yeah, episode six, this is the one that had the uh, Aurora Borealis scene. Yeah, which was really, really beautiful. good. Yeah. Oh, really? And again, a lot of dark scenes, yes. dark outdoor scenes, dark indoor scenes, and how just how good this really does look they're doing i'm really enjoying this uh my son hasn't even started it yet and he's like what do you think i go i love it i'm steve's calling he it's a little slow and it is i'm not gonna argue with you and again i listened into last week's show you know i i side with steve more yeah on this show because it is but are you not enjoying that though no i i i like it and i am enjoying it but it I don't know. It, it hasn't really sunk its teeth into me yet as hmm. like the Mandalorian did or even Obi-Wan. Um, right. You know, I go to it every week and I'm never not going to watch it. And, you know, I, I, I do like the story, but I'm not. Yeah. Like I said, it, it, it hasn't really. Like I said, I, I'm not like actively just can't wait to see it every week. Yeah. But. I, but I watch it the day it drops, you know, like, right. I watch it every week. Yeah. Um, but I, I do feel like, you know, again, it, it feels like every third episode, because these these are three episode story arcs. So this is yep. episode six. And so, so we're like halfway third through, episode, which is great. But that third episode is always like the big action episode. Yep. And it's kind of seems like episode three, six, nine, and 12 will be the. Yeah. <laughs> be the really good ones. Um, and this was a really good episode, Yeah, but yeah, overall I, I, it's the series is there for me, but it's not like, like, I don't like it as much as you do, obviously. Right. Um, so, but see, I, I agree a hundred percent with both of you guys on all of that, but I still like, I, I still like it. I look forward to it. I don't, I feel like we all do agree. I'm just, excited every week you're more excited about it yeah Yeah. but it's like aren't you excited for tomorrow's episode as we record this now you're not excited to sit down and see where they go next i'm like i can't wait to sit in my theater and watch a a fresh star wars story that's i I, again i will watch it almost right away like as soon as we get home from work or whatever but like i haven't been thinking about it all week Whereas, like, I'm already thinking about next week's House of the Dragon. Like, I right. can't wait to watch that. Yeah. You know? And so, but, like, it doesn't have that, like, I'm not thinking about it throughout the week, wait, waiting for that next week. There's not a lot to, to think about. Right. It's like, and that's well, where I agree yeah. with you. It's like, it, there's there's not a lot here. Right? But I still, right. it, 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 that I guess it's just the fanboy in me. And it's like, yeah. I just like it. I just like, I like... I actually think it's a lot like, uh, and I've said this before, I think to you is that it's like, um, uh, episode one, uh, uh, what's the, uh, Phantom, Uh, yeah, Phantom Menace, Phantom Menace. I knew it was Phantom something, uh, Phantom Menace. My mind went blank. Um, but it's a lot like that where it's like, there's a lot of, um, backstory of like the government and what's going on and how the, but that that's a whole part of the story that hasn't even really played out yet. Right. You know, you have that one part, you know, it's, I just like all this little nitty gritty 
government stuff that's going on here that you're just like, it's just a relaxing thing to sit and watch. And, and it has some nice action sequences and I, I, you know, just a nice, easy pace. It does. And like I said, I thought this episode was, was really, really good. The best so far. Right. But now I'm looking at episode seven and thinking, okay, well, this is the first episode of a new arc and it's going to be a build for, you know, till we get to episode nine again. So, and then again, also like now where I disagree with Steve is like, I really like Rogue One, the movie. Yes. Like I, I loved oh, that yeah. movie and I thought it was really good, but I also agree with him that like Cassian is not the most likable guy. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, and he's not. I don't think he, he's he supposed to have, be. well, I, he's not, but he, he is kind of like that, that one expression actor, <laughs> you know, like, yeah he was saying last he's always that brooding look yeah he's mm. just always got that in in every show like he was in narcos for three seasons he looked the same except he had a mustache you know (laughs) it's so like diego luna is just kind of like he plays diego luna (laughs) so um (laughs) jack black yeah same guy every time ryan reynolds ryan Ryan reynolds Reynolds yeah movie so i know (laughs) um one of the things that i've seen this on social media and people saying like, why did they make a movie about a character that like was like meaningless in the movie? And that, but then I also heard Rob H say it. He was like, I don't really remember him that much from the first movie. And I agree because when I like, before I saw episode one, I was like, why are they make, like Andor? Like, I really didn't get his role. I didn't understand him. I didn't really see the fascination with a, what I considered a bit character from rogue one. Well, right. Cause but, he wasn't even the star of that movie have, but I went back, like I said, a couple weeks ago when this first, when the first three dropped, I watched all three episodes, went back and ro- watched rogue one. And after seeing just the first three episodes of this, when you watch rogue one, he actually is the star. He's the second star. It's her and him. Well, he's the, the in- second star. Right, right. But she's the star. But without him, nothing gets done in that movie. Well, it's right. amazing. And- I, but I no. my point is I was ignorant of that. Yeah. You know, because you're so looking at her. As much about the forming of the rebellion as it is Cassie and Andor. Right. Like, that's why we're telling the story. Right. Because again, you could say the same thing about the Obi Wan series we just watched. Why yep. go back and watch that series? Well, you already know the outcome. We love Obi Wan, but <laughs> but right, but you know the right. outcome of both of those characters. So yes, we know that Cassie and Andor gets to Rogue One and doesn't make it out of that movie and all that. But like the show is is as much about the rebellion as it is about Cassian. Right. And if you're a Star Wars fan, that's why you're tuning in, and that's why you care about this show. Right. Because all those movies were built on the rebellion. Like the the rebellion was the backbone of all of those movies. Right. So um, this is how we get there. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that's what I like about it. I just, I'm like, I probably, when the series is over, I'll go back and watch Rogue One again because that might, we're going to be closer to it. Um, But yeah, are we getting a second season on this? Do you know? Yes, it's two oh seasons. Um, so good. And, and 12 uh, episodes. Yeah, 12 so episodes good. this season. And then next season, it butts right up to the beginning of Rogue One. You know, it ends oh. basically 
Nice. So somewhere along the line, they'll probably the come out of, with an extended edition of Rogue One too. Maybe, <laughs> but somewhere either before the end of this season or in next season, you know, we meet K two S O. We have to get that whole thing going, yeah, because that's an established relationship. Once Rogue One's, uh, you know, right, I mean, it's a robot and a guy, but I mean, that's established when that movie begins. So at yeah. some point, they have to capture him, reprogram him. So. I guess maybe we get Alan Tudyk at some point through. Yeah. Tudyk is great and everything. So having him in this show is just a, a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go wrong with that. <laughs> Every time you hear his voice, you're just like, oh, goody. This is going to yeah. be good. And it, sometimes it takes you like a few scenes to figure that's Alan Tudyk. Because he's, right. he's so crazy with his voice. That, remember that show, um, Resident Alien? Did you see the season two of that? Yeah, so we, I good. was just going to say, we've watched season two or three, actually. It might Is been, it up to three now? It, it might be. Yeah, we, his, we just finished it. Yeah, he's, um, he, his face, the what he can do with his face and oh, stuff, I know. Is, <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Insane. All right. Super good. That show's really good. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we, what else do you want? Oh, let's uh, hit on um, your uh, Jurassic World. All right. Yeah. So, um. You know, I got my Prime Day discs, and uh, as promised in the green in the green room forums, the first movie I watched was Jurassic World Dominion. Um, yes. I watched the extended edition yep. on 4K disc. Uh, this has DTSX Master Audio. Does not have Atmos like Kaleidoscape does. Nope. DTSX. Um, yep. I won't go too much into the breakdown of this movie since you did a big breakdown and then you and Steve did another breakdown of it recently. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything you guys said, home theater-wise, this is incredible. Three boxes of popcorn. Sounds awesome. Looked awesome. I actually quite enjoyed it, too. Like, I thought the movie was pretty good. Isn't it? <laughs> um, I, I Now, again, I've only seen the extended edition, and I don't know the differences between that and the theatrical edition. Yeah. So I don't know if it brought more story and made it a better movie. But right. I actually, you know, uh, is it a perfect movie? No, it's not. No. But I mean, I found it to be pretty good. It's, um, it's story entertaining. Was, was, yeah, the story was entertaining. Um, and uh, yeah, just awesome disc. I mean, it, again, 4, you know, 4K disc looks great, sounded great. I mean, I watched this at full reference level, Ooh. my wife and I, and it just thundered. You know, yeah. every time one of the big lizards put their foot down or did anything. Um, and I think you mentioned this when you were talking about it. Um, kind of like the the lead up, like the kind of the base built up in different scenes yes. when things were going to happen. Yes. Um, I, I found that as well. Like yeah. you could kind of tell when something was going to happen because yeah. it started to, you know, vibrate and rumble a yeah bit. you got that um, you got that feel coming so like you actually were more engaged in the story right. because you're like oh what's gonna happen because your Something's room starts happen. to that's yeah. the part i think was missing when i saw this in the theater and i just wasn't i it just didn't grab me right and it was just such a bad experience like you i was just like huh okay but yeah. then and, and when i saw it at home um I all I saw I didn't see the extended version when I first changed my mind on it. I was like, "Wow, this is this is really good." But it was that 
that sense of the scene's going to build from here where they use right. the sound to really advance the room. And you, you're like, you were on the edge of your seat the whole time. And then once you, now that you're invested in the story, you get an extended edition. And I was like, Oh, all right. Now you, you just want to know more. And I, I think that if I had seen the extended edition first, maybe I would have been a little bit more invested because they had, yeah. it had a better opening and it, it brought you into the story a lot better that, okay. So if like you haven't, say, I don't know the I don't know the differences. Yeah. And this was a chunk too. Like th- I think this thing ran close to three hours. Yeah. It's like 20 minutes edition. longer is the yeah, extended. It's, yeah. It's, it's pretty, pretty 10 or 20 minutes. It's a pretty decent amount, but it, a lot of it is the beginning. Um, yeah. You see a lot of X. Ex- it's a lot of more, you know, detail on what's going on in the world and stuff. Okay. So you get a lot more, I think, uh, so, you know, in the extent, it, it, well, what you saw in the extended edition, you know, when, the they show the crew out at sea and the dinosaur yes. comes up from underneath the, that's kind of where you come in in the regular one. If I remember correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so you miss like five minutes in. Yeah. yeah. Five, 10 five minutes. Yeah. Six minutes five in, or six yeah. minutes in, you missed out on a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, it is, it's great. It, it it's, yeah, I really enjoyed the home theater part of it but like i said i actually enjoyed the movie too yeah i thought it was pretty good maybe it's because i had a lower bar because everybody talked about how bad it was well i don't know about everybody i think was i the but, only one that told you i'm like ah i came no, home I heard from, from that a lot of like, people mm. that it, it wasn't the best i mean it didn't do well in the theater it kind of flopped and right you know it 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 wasn't well regarded by most people. I think it's gained new life it's in when home it's, theater. It's market. when it started coming to the home theater, people started talking about it because it was a really good experience there. Right. And um, yeah, I found it, especially again, being my first viewing and um, watching the extended edition and all of that. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Thought it was, thought it was good. So. Good stuff. Good stuff. And three boxes of popcorn. Nice, John. Yeah. And I use that too. Uh, all right, let's see. What do I have? A uh, little quick. Um, top. My computer is going nuts here. Uh, Jack Ryan, uh, episode eight of season one, uh, 26 minutes. I had to make the note of this. I know I talked about Jack Ryan last week. I'm into season yeah. two now, really uh, just absolutely loving it. But this scene here, season one, episode eight, 26 minutes. A bunch of bad guys, they're all like celebrating and they've got their, and I say bad guys because they're, it's like the Middle Eastern people and they've got, they've right. all got their, they're at their, they're fort all shooting t- into the air, yeah. shooting their AK 47s or whatever. And they're all like, yeah, and they're just firing them into the air. But the way the sound, it was like all of that sound was like over your, in the Atmos channels. You're just, it just sounded, I was like looking up like this. I'm like watching. It was awesome. And it's like, as I'm watching, I'm like, grab my phone. I'm like, what's the time on this? This sounds incredible. So right. yeah. Season one, episode eight, uh, when the 4Ks come out, you could probably grab this scene on Amazon anyways. They have the yeah. Atmos there. Sounds really, really good. Um, won't spoil anything for you if you want to just jump and hear it. <laughs> because yeah, the, I mean, there are bad guys. They've show. got guns. Yeah. You know, you've never won't seen spoil it. the three or four year old program. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Season three is dropping in December. Yeah. So I'll be all caught up for that. Have you watched it at all? Or did, are you like me? No, no, I'm done and waiting for the new season. Yeah. Uh, Figures. 
That's you. Yeah. Is there anything you're I watched not done it when with? it was there? I watched it weekly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. looking forward to that. Um, and you don't have anything. Let me touch on my last one. Oh, I do. I have the watcher. Yeah, we're gonna do that together. Oh, okay. I, I watched okay. that as well. So we'll do. Uh, I watched Dracula from nineteen thirty one. Yeah, I'm interested to hear that about that because I I picked this up too. Yeah, I know you you so. bought the whole set, right? I yeah. I I have um. Yeah, I bought the whole set separately, but I've watched Dracula, and it's it's which so, I heard was the worst of the bunch. Actually, it was so much fun. It was, was so it? much fun because I haven't seen the other ones. So there is a noise floor to this that was so much fun that I actually like really enjoyed it. Like, yeah, like, and there's so much quiet time in this because it's the acting, the sets, the the way they moved about the set design and everything right. in 1931 was so slow. And the, it, uh, who is it? Is it Boris Karloff? Bella Lugosi. Bella Lugosi. I'm sorry. Bella. I knew I was going to screw that up. Bella Lugosi. And when they close in on his eyes, yeah, <laughs> you're like, how long are you going to hold that shot? Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one <clears throat> where they show a person's watch. And I think it's a pocket watch. Yeah. They show it on the screen, and you're watching it like tick it's, all sixty it's, it's seconds. Not, no, 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 it's not moving. There's, I think oh. it, that's what it was. Whatever they show, it's a frozen picture on oh, the screen. Wow. It's not. It's not like they held it up and just held on that hand. Right. It's a picture. So there's so much stuff, and then the the acting and overacting or whatever they did. It's just the way it was back then. And that's what was so yeah. much fun. Um, yeah. But that noise floor, watching it at reference level, and you just hear that hiss, which is what it was. That's what you heard. It felt like you, right. and there, there's almost like a rhythmic, like, like you could hear as well within the hiss. And I dropped it down to minus five. I dropped it down to minus 10 and it kind of went away. But then when they talked, it went really quiet. It was like, I was like, no, right. I need that hiss. I want that. Yeah. Hiss. I want it. It just felt. The grain, I thought, was really, I mean, it was consistent. It was really just what it felt like. And it, it's right. four by three. You have the 133 oh, to one. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes sense. Um, I I loved it. I, I It's just yeah. like, it's such a, it's probably not one, maybe I'll watch it. They're only like an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah, they're Dude, not you're long. Pop I right can't through. wait to watch them, honestly. Yeah. I can't wait it's, to get to It's them. fun. And it reminded yeah. me of, like, Saturday afternoons, creature double right. feature. I've seen all of these, and it's like I don't really remember them a hundred percent. But then they'll get to a scene, and I'll be like, "Okay," oh, and it's yeah. an obscure yeah, scene that. where you go, "Oh yeah, I remember." That's where I remember that from. Um, that and this that you could see a lot of. Now again, I know I watched these growing up as a kid. Maybe I saw it once or twice on a set. If you were lucky, oh Dracula's on! I can't wait to see. Yeah, that, right. They weren't on all the time. Right. So by the time like Bram Stoker's Dracula came out with right. Gary Oldman and Keanu Reeves and stuff, and you were like, oh, but now knowing both of these movies and going back as an adult watching Dracula, you're like, damn, damn rip. It's not a ripoff. They know they were telling the same story, but well, right, it's the same you're book, getting but... the same thing. And it's, you see everything in there. Um, uh, what's his name? Who's the doctor? you know, that hunts Dracula, Van Helsing's, uh, Van Helsing's in here. Yeah. 
and it's like completely different, you know, a little di- different version of them. Um, it was it just really fun. It, you'll love it. I can't wait for you to see. Yeah, it. yeah, and, I can't wait to watch. And it. if you're saying that this is the worst one, now I'm really looking forward to the other ones. Well, the reviews I, I read specifically to the 4K transfers, yeah, was that Dracula was actually not as good as the Blu-ray transfer. Okay, and it was because of the grain and some of that. Stuff. I liked it. I'm like, but the I, other I, three movies were were actually right. better. See, um, I don't. I haven't seen them yet, so I don't know. But you expect it to be great. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't want I mean, this to look like Lord of the Rings. From, yeah, it's 90, <laughs> what is it, 91 years old now. It's an old yeah, movie. Yeah, 1931. Yeah, yeah. It's over 90 years old. And to think yeah. that, like, some of these characters, some of these actors were born in the 1800s. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what yeah, the hell? Yeah, had to be 35 to 40 years old when he did that movie, which... yeah. Means he was born in like eighteen ninety or something, but right? It's I it, mean, when was the book written? The book was written in the, the early eighteen hundreds. Yeah. You know? He probably picked it up new off the rack. It was like a bestseller <laughs> when he <laughs> when he made this movie. <laughs> you know. It was well, like the new it, Stephen King book just came yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. You know. So yeah, I I don't know which well, we should pick one for next week. Because next week's gonna be for like basically coming out right before Halloween. Next right week's podcast on, comes yeah. out on the twenty eighth, so we should we should do one of these together or something like that. Yeah, well, uh, we'll talk about it. maybe Frankenstein. Um, yeah, we could do. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. All right, that one now. All right, yeah, that's I'm done with that. So you want to do? Let's okay. do the Watcher, which is yeah. another horror type deal, yeah, quote unquote. Well, horror. you've seen the whole thing. Jen and I've I seen saw the, whole the first thing. episode. It's on Netflix. Yeah, so this is The Watcher on Netflix, 4K, Dolby Atmos. It is a thriller. It's not a horror no. movie at all, yeah. really. It's a, you know, basically a thriller. Um, I mean, we I watched the whole thing. Um, we're not going to spoil anything here, but I just found it an average home theater watch. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it wasn't anything spectacular atmos wise no it, it had some it had some moments um jen and i watched it we watched the first episode in the theater i saw the trailer and i was like right. oh this is right up her right up her alley she's gonna yeah. love this so i ran upstairs and i played the trailer for her in our bedroom and i was like oh and i just have a sono soundbar in there and i'm like right. ah this is way better better bass in the trailer and everything right. then when i watched the first episode we both finished it we liked it but we're like we could watch this upstairs. We can watch re- this upstairs. Yeah, we yeah, can watch this not, in the living room. It's not, not really that engaging. Home theater thing. And honestly, super frustrating. Oh, like, yeah. Super frustrating. Like, I don't want to. The story? Well, here's the thing. I'm like, only I'm one episode gonna, in, and I'm like, yeah, everybody's I don't an spoil ass. spoil it for you. <laughs> and, and, you know, this is based, based on a true, on a sto- true story, but yeah. very loosely based. And, you know, in a story where they never caught the person. So I understand leaving this somewhat open-ended, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. I mean, there was no resolution in real life. But, I mean, I really dislike the trend that seems to be coming in entertainment these days where we don't answer any questions at the end of a show. You know what I right. mean? Like, this thing ends... There's no season two. Like, this was meant oh, to really? be... Just a one-off? Well, as far as I know. But this was meant to be a one-and-done thing. And, like, 
you walk out of this with more questions than you walked into it with. And that seems to happen a lot more than it used to. Right. Like, if I give you my seven hours of time, like, <laughs> don't freaking leave me with no answers. You know what I mean? It's just like, I, I feel like... <laughs> Well, not to put too fine a point on it, but like I feel like you brought me right to the edge, and then you got a headache and walked away. You know, it's like don't, <laughs> don't do that. You know, <laughs> so makes me angry. Yeah, and then I went to the comments of this just to see if I was the only one, and like everybody's saying the same thing. It's oh, just like, confirmation bias. <laughs> like, yeah, but but I mean. Well, I give I mean I already had my feelings on it, but I know. You know, again, there is no satisfaction at the end of this thing. Like it's <laughs> just don't so say. irritating. You know? And <laughs> not to spoil any you know, I mean you still can watch it and I didn't give anything away, but it's like <laughs> just you a- just you just don't right. feel like you got any answers when this oh. thing is over with and I don't know why they feel the need. It's like going even back to like all the way back to the Sopranos. It's like, man, I gave you like 60 hours. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, don't leave me hanging at the end of this thing. Like, I want to actually know what happened. I don't want to guess about it. Oh, you know, so, that's so great. I, I don't know. My my uh, that's my review of this show. So, well, mine is I saw one episode and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. well, this is what happens when you're an ass. Because like, but like if you haven't started it, ass. yeah. If you haven't started this show and you're a fan of like satisfying conclusions, then don't 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 pick this one up <laughs> because you won't get it. Oh, hashtag bright side. Yeah. Oh my god, that was great. Oh, John. So. All right, that's that's our review that's, on that's the, the watcher. watcher. Yeah. Uh, Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos. Don't be watching. Yeah. <laughs> you can watch it on your iPad. You'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, you ready to get to our main topic? This is a little bit more cheerful. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk the Untouchables in yeah, 4K. The 4K. Um, 4K. Yeah, I watched the disc. I'm yeah. sure you watched it on Kaleidoscape. Yep. Um, 4K Dolby Atmos. Um. Yeah, um, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, I mean, it, it, again, not the most engaging Dolby Atmos track <laughs> out there. You know, again, uh, it's not it's not Jurassic World or I Top thought, Gun Maverick. You know, I thought it was. But it had it. The it had music. some. Yes, I mean, it had some good stuff, but um, it, you know, I guess like we kind of always say now with these movies that are thirty five years old never looked better oh. <laughs> you know I, I mean it it looks great it's got that it does have that grain to it you know it's a yeah a 1987 movie and it, it looks nice. like it's from 1987 nice. but uh, i did see this in the theaters but you know again 35 years ago so for all intents and purposes the best i've ever seen it the biggest i've ever seen it yeah you know um and um, it's just great. It's just a great movie. Um, I thought they did a great job with the transfer, and um, you know, it, it looked awesome. Yeah. So. The, but see, I found that the Atmos was really good. 
I did like, you like? I don't the, know what stands out for you. Like, okay, so I mean, the, you, I'm sure you have more notes than I did. Yeah, I didn't take any. So um, it's no, again, it's not an action movie that you're gonna have. Right. Like, have like it's not Jurassic World Dominion, of course. Right. Maybe that's what happened. You've come from that, and you go. Well, of course, I came right from that. From this that. was like literally the next disc I put in after right. I finished Jurassic so, World, and I, I'm not saying it was bad. I just want to. Like I'm actually interested to see what notes you took and like what scenes yeah. you found. So you know, the opening to scene, be that okay. The opening scene, opening music, the drums were just so distinct and spread out, like further away than my walls were. It was nice wide soundstage of that opening score, that opening music as they're right. playing the credits and stuff. And then, and this is where I think, I mean, it really sets you up for the movie and how important the sound really was. Do you remember what they did? They went right to the silence. I mean, it was dead silence and right. no audible hiss. Like you had in Dracula, nothing. Yeah. And you're just looking down from the ceiling at Capone, getting his, you know, manicure, right. right with, with the, the towel on his face. You yeah, couldn't hear anything. You There was blurb. Yeah. There was absence of sound. Like they took yeah. all sound out. Like, cause people were moving. And you couldn't hear a pin drop. You couldn't hear anything in there. So they went and but that music that led up to that, listen, go back, put the disc in and listen to the music and where the instruments are and how they're placed around your room. It was awesome. And and that's all you had to concentrate on. Then when they gave you those visuals, they took all of that away and you're just staring at him. And like the first time you saw this, you're like, what is this? What are we looking at? It was I found it to be very powerful. And okay. I, when I first got the disc, that's what I noted. And then putting it back in, well, well putting it on, it, it, I was just like, oh, this is so good. And then at like um, the 3130, I had notes on that one. Um, the best shot, that's when we met Andy Garcia for the right. first time. And he was in the shooting range. And you get that. It, what I really liked about it was it sounded like gunshots. It was nice. But it also sounded like it was in a shooting range from that time period, like very echoey, very, you know, discreet, right. but nice amount of echo. Speaking of echoes, I i don't know where it is in here. Um, it's a, oh, there it is. I gave it two boxes. Of, it's coming up later. But there's an awesome echo. And I, I'll, I'll tell you about it when I get there. But um, what about now? You've we've seen this since we were kids. Yeah. Thirty nine minutes. Baseball bat, De Niro's oh, walking yeah. around. I mean, that clunk. Yes, when it hit, I was Holy. just gonna say clunk. When it hits the skull, oh. it sounds like it hit a skull. That was so. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I and my notes. Pretty sure I've never heard them like that. Yuck! Right? Too accurate. <laughs> I was like, it yeah. was bad, and it was like I I knew it. Obviously, we know it's coming. He's yeah. one, and it's like I'm like, and when you just see him wind up, and you hear. Oh, that yeah, clunk. You you can't even duplicate. That. I guess it's hitting a watermelon or something. It's supposed to be. Yeah, I don't know what they hit, but it sounds like they. And I don't know what it sounds like to hit a skull, but it sounds. Yeah, to me, that's what it. It sounds like that's what it sounds like. You know what I mean? I've pushed you pretty close <laughs> to finding out. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> I didn't have a bat handy. Is the problem? <laughs> Lucky. Like yeah. for me, because <laughs> then I could uh, I could compare whether it, if that yeah I'd be like that's not really how it sounds I can uh, tell you I can tell you 
DJ's not here to tell you, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I can tell you. <laughs> he heard the first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he anything after that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. I I I I noticed it, it when I was watching it. Isn't it? it, it, it and at yeah. reference level, Ooh, yeah, not no, yeah, not good. Um, fifty-four minutes, thirty seconds. You gotta die of something. That's what I titled yeah. it. It's the taking of the bridge. Uh, the yeah. score there again. The score in this the whole movie, but that score there when they, you know, they're riding to the bridge. You have the um, the mounted police coming in, but the score right. just filling the room. Really, really cool. Really cool. Uh, and then at one hour twenty one minutes forty five seconds, knife to a gunfight, and this is the when you know. Uh, yeah, he gets, this was a good scene, that, like, you yeah. know, sound wise. Yeah, it really good when that Tommy gun went off. Super yep. dis- sad, but then the the opera music after that, right. and it just and what did you think? I mean, that was a nice comparison there. But as Sean Connery's crawling along, and you have that that was nice. The opera again, the score or whatever, but it's actually not the score here; it's the opera singing. But then, what did you think of the visuals? I thought the red in the blood of the when he was when Connery was dying, when Kevin Costner's talking to him, and I just thought the it was just so detailed. I just thought the vivid, the, the, yeah. vivid of the of the brightness, and that's the other thing that I, I I meant to mention earlier: the color in this, the color grading throughout this movie. It was very much like that time period. It felt like it yeah, had it looked that like sepia the 1930s. looks. Yeah. yeah, the sepia look to it, that that warm. But then there were signs like there was a street sign. Uh, I think it was um, it was Sean Connery's street, the street sign. Out. There was, right. It was very vibrant yellow, but then you had the vibrant reds as well in the blood and stuff. But it was almost very like they took the saturation of color down a little bit in in most of the movie like the then, street scenes and stuff it, it had that sepia feel to it with the with the right. vibrancy turned down saturation down um i thought it it played really well it made their 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 wardrobes their their costumes for the time period everything looked just super accurate like almost like my memory feels like it was black and white but it wasn't right right because the police cars being the black police cars parked outside the station and stuff but i i just felt like that really played really well in the 4k and then the hdr i think really enhanced those those blood scenes that the vibrancy and a couple other scenes like that street sign i mentioned and stuff thought it looked really really good um all right this is that one i gave two boxes of popcorn too. Uh, one hour, 27 minutes, 30 seconds. Attention, please. So this is at the end when they're at the train station and mm-hmm. you hear, so you're looking at the stairway and he's, I think Connery's up to the left top corner on the stairs, but the microphone or the, it, not the microphone, the speaker that they're announcing out of it. So Somebody is like saying, attention, please. The train will be departing. Yeah, they're, such they're such, talking right? about the departures and the right. loading and all that. Yeah. Well, that's on your left side, kind of off the front wall. It's So it came like halfway down. But at that one hour, 2730, it's like a super discreet. And it's the first one on the right side of your room. It's almost like it was like like perfectly mirrored, not like a, an attention, attention, attention. It was 
attention. And then on the other side, you heard attention, like almost like just a perfect mirror image of it, but it was slightly right. delayed and on the other side. And I was just like, that was crazy. And then they, they do a few more and they're a little bit more faded out than that one was. But I was just right. like, that was, it was a really perfect discreet echo on the other side, which feels like it should be that way because it is a very marbly place. Like you have yeah, the stairs yeah, and everything. It should be a lot of echo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then at one hour, 36 minutes, 30 seconds, this gets more to the visuals and everything. I think you saw my notes, brain matter. And yeah. when Andy Garcia finally takes something, which is the highlight pretty much of the movie. We all remember right. that when we were kids, like you got him. Yeah. He's like, yep. And he's so calm and collected. And he's just like, yeah. take him bang done. And when he slides down that wall and I always just thought it was like a blood splatter. Right. And you see it now. And there are it's... chunks there. There are right. pieces. And you're like, I mean, oh, obviously <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it this big before, but yes, it is. Yeah really like a lot of detail there much like i said earlier too accurate yuck <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah it really really good and then uh and then i ended with the my last one was here endeth the lesson which is what he said to capone when at the end right there which is what sean connery had said to him on the bridge right, earlier, earlier on in the, the movie bridge. and i thought that was yeah. awesome but uh yeah really really good great when I saw that you watched it, I was like, oh, I got to grab some notes on that because I, I loved yeah. it, too, when it came out. And it looks it, it, it is it's a great, great disc and great movie, too. Yeah, Fantastic. it's a great movie. And, um, yeah, like I said, I spent more. I, I just was watching it to watch it. I didn't take again, didn't know it was going to be our topic of the week. So I didn't know. take any notes, really. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, you know, it was excellent. Yeah definitely worth picking up if you don't already have it if you don't have it all right all right is that it for this week i think so i don't have anything else all right all right well thank you everybody for watching thank you everybody for listening if you're uh watching on youtube mashed potatoes that like button yes (laughs) (laughs) somebody wants dinner (laughs) i know exactly Uh, thanks to Steve for allowing me to fly across the pond yet again, having so much fun with that. What a great addition to the show as you are too, John. I don't feel like you've been here all along. I really, yeah, I I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's cause we've talked, well, it's cause we've talked every week for years. It's just, this is a different, yeah. Right. No, but yeah, it's like, this is a great show. So thank you everybody for listening. It wouldn't be the same without you. It'd just be me and John yelling at each other. Exactly. <laughs> Which we've done. So, <laughs> yep. all right. Uh, we'll be back next week, probably with some Halloween stuff, some fun stuff. Um, have a great week. I got a Takeover Tuesday. Great Takeover Tuesday coming up again next week. Can't wait to sit down yet again. So much fun. And if you uh, would like to participate in Takeover Tuesday, just email me or DM me. Uh, listen to Takeover Tuesday. You'll see how easy it is. It's super easy. Yeah. People are nervous. Uh, but then they get here and... It's so easy. So uh, just like uh, I, every week, the people that are about to be on, they email me. If it's the first time on, what do I need to do? What do I do? Simple, right. easy. 
I'm like just show do up. I, should we talk ahead of no off John here's here's a good one this no and this is a hundred percent true because I get this question all the time should we talk ahead of time to go over what we're gonna go no no John no. and I don't even do because John and I learned very we used early to do that yeah yes. it's it, off the cuff spontaneous let the show go where it is John and I that's how John and I we started out John and I where we would be like, okay, we're going to talk about this, talking about this, and then we get there and be like, uh, uh, and it's it's not as enthusiastic and and fun, so it's just spontaneous. Um, remember the show we did? It, do you remember what it was about? Where we had to do it twice? Uh, it was Wonder Woman, no, or Solo. No, Wonder Woman we did twice, but neither of those Wonder ever Woman made we air did twice. Oh yeah, they didn't make <laughs> that, air. But yeah, we would if something happened, Thor, we would actually Thor. try to recreate. The same conversation we already had, and you can't. And that was never good. Yeah, that was it, Thor. It was just and awful. that one went yeah. out on. Chat. Oh, was it Thor? Yeah, I think okay. it was Thor. And we did it, and something went wrong with the audio or something. And of course, I wasn't happy with it in my stupid right. head. And I'm like, let's do it over. And we did it over, and we listened to it. And we're like, what the hell? Yeah. And it was like, but I remember doing that with Wonder Woman as well. But nobody, yeah, yeah nobody. Yeah, Wonder Woman was the one. <laughs> just oh man. <laughs> That was yeah. that never saw. I I don't even know if I have that copy any any of that anymore. <laughs> right, it's, there's uh, no trace that it ever happened. <laughs> right, but the point is, like, spontaneous is the best, and it, it yeah. just you just come on and we have fun. Listeners bring notes, and then they usually we get we don't even get to half of their notes, and we've right. talked for two to three hours, and they're like, oh my god, I've got so much left. Yeah, it's because it's well, just fun. come on again. Yeah, exactly, and that's what we're doing. So. Um, super easy. If you love to talk home theater, fit right in. So come yep. on down. Take over Tuesday. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a great week. Uh, John, what do they got to do? Go push play. That is right. Hey, Fred. This has been a Hey, Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.